I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hold up. Let's take it from the top. I, Fox, gets my swerve on Floss Pure Rocks in the in the six drop boot and it don't stop. See the money looking all right? Yeah. What up, Pop? Across the room throwing signals. I'm throwing them back. Flirting because I dig you like that. Pete, baby boy style. Hoping we match. You sent me crown royal with a note attached. It said you look like the type. Know what you like. I could tell by the jewels you go for the ice. Plus you wear the shoes well. The suits flow nice. I like the, I don't like the notes too well. Let's be more precise. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. Uh, it's a uh, Wednesday. Yes, sir. Um, ending the week with yes, uh with the Wednesday, um, and keeping it in the tradition of you know W's. Uh, on a Wednesday at the end of the week. Uh, we went out and got some guests that, uh, I think a lot of people really enjoyed. They're already being nominated, uh, for, uh, tippies. Yes, uh, they are. For, uh, the, what, uh, best new you guest should, of yep. 2013. Um, and, uh, it's the ladies from Whiskey Wine and Moonshine. Or if, uh, you guys watch, uh, us live on Spreecast, my angels, what's going on, ladies? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> Uh, Roger get his angels. I know, man. It's, it's, it's like having, this must be how like Beyonce felt, you know, <laughs> she was coming through. She was like, look at all my, my, my beautiful backup dancers. We, we taking over y'all. It's time to take over right now. Uh, as long as y'all recognize I'm the star. Karen's my manager. Yeah, this is your show. Yeah, Karen it's will your- kick, Karen will kick you out the group. She doesn't play that. It's not me. My face ain't got to be seen to know I got the power. Right. Karen just in the back like, dance, keep dancing, make my money. <laughs> well, she's the Matthew Knowles of, of, of the right. <laughs> I'll take you off camera and not think about it. Now, of course, uh, you know, with it being uh, Whiskey Wine and Moonshine on the show, uh, we both do happen to have some whiskey. Yes. Uh, mixed with apple juice, by the way. Um, yeah, a very classy way to drink whiskey. Um, and very deceptive it's way smooth. to drink whiskey. Uh, stumbled onto this joint by accident last week because we ran out of shit to mix whiskey with. And um, let me tell you, Ooh, it is it's good. actually worse for you than straight whiskey because you can't taste it. Oh, this is my first time trying it. This weekend, let me write that down. I got apple juice downstairs. Oh, yeah, it's sweet. I just sip some. It's it ain't deceiving because um we got some. What is that? Colorado whiskey from? It's a ten cup, I believe. Yeah, Uh, our uh, our girl Rubot Riot. She uh mailed us mailed it to us um for Christmas, and uh, it's really good. Um. I, I she didn't she said they drink it straight like just chill but i, I, I don't can't drink, do that i don't drink whiskey straight really and um i was sitting around the house by myself and i have anything i feel like going to the store so i was like i wonder if apple juice and whiskey taste good um, um the answer is yes, yes. and um <laughs> doesn't taste like whiskey at all no it's a smooth and taste it's like sweet. I want to say like a good 10 minutes later, I was sitting on the couch like, well, I'm definitely not driving to the store now. <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it sneak up on you, man. So, uh, be I'm careful not. when you mix it, guys. Yeah, be sure you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but, uh, so we got, we got our, our, our whiskey. And of course we have our wine. I forget. <laughs> yeah. And I forget this some, what kind this was, Cam. I remember was it? it is. It's some chocolate wine. That's true. Mm. That is true. 
All right. right. Nice. Got it from the dessert section. Um, and they took it literal, made the chocolate wine. Yeah, shout out to that nigga palette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh lastly, uh, of course we got some mon- moonshine. Yeah. Um <laughs> this is uh, I believe cherry flavor. Yes. And what is this mixed with, Karen? Coke. Coke and cherry moonshine. Okay, this oh, is new. Wow. This is new. Cherry Coke shine. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I, I typically prefer to put a little cranberry ginger ale in there, which is also good, but uh today we'll be trying Coke. Um in honor of all the ladies. Um We so, like it. We like it. No problem. Hey, thank y'all for coming to do the show. Uh, the people yeah, love y'all. And uh and we you know, do too, because I get to try new drinks. Right. <laughs> Karen loves experimenting. Um I gotta ask, man, how was y'all's holidays? Uh, you know, coming off of uh the break. Uh I feel like it's still, you know, everybody's getting used to uh, you know, the new year, getting used to saying two thousand fourteen. Right. Um you know, all these people had to, you had to take breaks during the podcast. I know you guys did some throwback episodes, man. So I'm going to go around the room and say, how was your holidays? Uh, I'll start with you, Miss Buddha. You know, my holidays were great. I actually, um, don't really do too much normally. I kind of am a solitary person, but this year I spent, um, the holidays with my SO and his kids and his brothers and his parents. And so that was totally interesting going from my only child kind of being alone most of the time to being with everyone in the world. Uh, <laughs> it was awesome. Which do you prefer? Um, you know, I have to say I like them both, but for different reasons, but I really had a good time. I really did. So I look forward to doing that again next year or this year rather. So yeah. It was great. Like, it makes me wonder, like, so, cause I think I would find extra people at the holidays annoying. And I actually, I think I do find people at the holidays annoying. Even though that's, that's not the spirit of holidays. You know, the spirit of the holidays is supposed to be go out, you hang out with people, you exchange gifts and all that stuff. But part of me is like, I also would love just to be left alone and just sit right. in my house and not have to think about anybody but me. That's what I usually do. So this was the kind of new. But it was good. Well, we'll see how long it wears off on you. Hey, um. yeah, that's, yeah, hey, <laughs> because she is that only child. So this this is interesting to see her in this mode. It's been fun watching her. Mm-hmm. That's that good. Mean it. What about your uh, New Year's? What'd you do for that? Um, I went to a party, a house party. It was mm-hmm. fun, so it was good. Yep. Um, now when you go to the house party on New Year's, um, it, do you kiss at midnight? Yeah, yeah. We had a, a DJ, and everyone toasted, and everyone kissed, and then we all danced some more. Okay, all right, man. Sounds like you had a good time, man. Um, <laughs> was the part was the party free? It was free. Okay. Um, and so you know the hors d'oeuvres and the bar and all that stuff. So yeah, a great time was had by all. Now it's at somebody's house. Yeah. <laughs> What happens after midnight? Because I always wonder this because I feel like, you know, I'm cool with company up until a certain time. But then when it's like, you know, a definitive time such as uh, New Year's Eve and midnight is the big like boom. I feel like I would just switch immediately like uh, Cinderella uh, at the midnight and just be like, y'all get the fuck out of my house. Um, Like were they cool and hospitable at the midnight? Like y'all stay for a while? You know, actually... 
a whole new crew of people started coming in after I midnight. Was just about you wow. had midnight people who kind of, you know, we all hung around, and mm-hmm. then I had to leave because that was about to be too much for me. Like we were taking the joke a little too far, so <laughs> we left. <laughs> um, but then, like all of these people, like a whole different type of person, yeah. like all kinds of people, That's like the new that UK obviously being. celebrated somewhere else, started coming in, and I could tell ah. it was about to really get crunk. So um. I think they, I think they parted all night based on evidence on Facebook. I think the sun yeah. came up. Cause so that yeah, party person. So that person, yeah. that person parties. <laughs> oh, okay. so so after midnight, the party was starting from the people who probably already got towed up from where they was. They was like, let's go get towed up somewhere else. Yeah, yeah that's I, what happened. I don't think I could host a midnight party just because of that. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no party over, guys. No, no. See, it was midnight. <laughs> that's see, that's what had happened. Everybody be at my door, like, no, nah, man, we we coming in. It's like. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's the opposite if, of if, how this if, works. If you wouldn't hear before midnight, I'm sorry to tell you, you don't get in. Right. <laughs> like, we- well, wait a minute. You guys don't have midnight barbecues where you live, where it starts at midnight? No. I'm old. Like we said, yeah. the party girl. Right. I want everybody to see Shade. That's no, the party girl. No, no, no. But that everybody there, everybody there is older. And it starts at midnight. It's a very organized event. It's on this big expanse of land. There are several. Uh, okay, whatever. But yeah, but, yeah, party girl. And, and you know, and and the thing, I guess the thing for me is like, if I know everybody gonna be civilized, that's one thing. But you can't guarantee that when people get alcohol in their system, and it's just one of those things where I'm just afraid I'm gonna go there and somebody gonna show their ass because mm-hmm. I've been around drunk old people and I'm like, you know what, I'm good. <laughs> Let me take my black old ass home. I don't have time for this. Well, uh, actually, I want to inv- investigate this midnight barbecue thing. <laughs> Uh, is there alcohol at the midnight barbecue? Okay, so this is there are several of them that they have in the DC mm-hmm. area. Um, so one, the main one that I went to last year, um, each person or car—I'm not sure if it's person or car—there's a fee and a bottle, and so okay. it's very organized. There are men up on horseback, like managing the whole scene. There are oh, this is classy. And um, you you pull up to a certain point. You give your money and your bottle. They put your bottle onto the back of a, a flatbed truck and they direct you to park. And you walk around into the like the big party area. It includes free food, like hookah smoking. You can set up your lawn chairs, whatever. And once the flatbed is filled, they drive the flatbed over to the bar because it's open bar once you give your bottle. Okay. Um, and they, you know, restock the bar and, and that's it. It ends around, I don't know, 530-ish. It's in the summer and it gets really hot here in the DC metropolitan area. So mm. who really wants to be at a barbecue at three o'clock in the afternoon? That, that's true. Point. And you know yeah, what? Now, point. now that, now the way you describe that, I could be down for something like yeah, that. Cause do. it's not stressful. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, it sounds like, put it like this. When niggas pay money, people act like they got sense. It's something about free that you get a certain class of people. Yeah. But when people and, and pay it, money, we, it's like a lot of people from like, you know, university, you know, we all went to university together or it's a friend of somebody who went to university with them. So it's pretty, pretty, you know, comfortable. I mean, you know, it's the 25 to like 40 set, maybe even not 25. Okay. They're at the real club where you can't sit down. So we're there at the party 
you know, sitting in our lawn chairs or with our blankets, you know, out on the ground. Having a good time. Yeah, that actually, yeah. That, that sounds that, pretty I'm cool to, to lay that, back. That um, I would do. And eat barbecue yeah. at one, two in the morning. I, I you know, that, that party, I, I think I could. Get yeah, it, like, you yeah. gotta realize when you just throw out the words midnight barbecue. barbecue. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm like randomly, the 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 picture in most people's head is just like uh the same barbecue that happens at three o'clock in the park, but at midnight. And no. I didn't pick, I didn't picture no. That's why I was like, Mm-mm. I didn't picture no Sleepy Hollow Brothers on a horseback. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't picture no no organized uh bar, open bar and people paying. I all I pictured was just like my uncle Randy getting drunk. Yeah, that's but what like, I pictured. But like at five in the morning, morning. drunk. With hot, with hot, uh, coals and shit. And I was like, that's a terrible idea. You burn, <laughs> burn everybody up. Is that what you did for, uh, New Year's? You midnight barbecue? No, actually, actually, um, it was all I could do to stay up until mm. midnight on New Year's exactly. Eve. I didn't, I didn't go out. I, I was nestled in my bed, like, really? Mm. Is it midnight yet? Cause my melatonin was kicking in and, I just want to see the ball drop to say, okay, at least I was awake at midnight. Now, when you like, so, um, what is it a big deal? Cause you know, I'm, I'm out of the game. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm married. Uh, the biggest deal for us is just like being home together. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a big deal for you? Do you make a big thing out of like, I'm on a date on New Year's or are you one of those people that doesn't care? Um, I really don't care. Uh, I just, whatever I want to do, like within that week is what I end up doing. Sometimes it's go to a party. I mean, I've been in situations and I think, uh, Rich said earlier about paying a hundred dollars for a party where I went to a party and as we were standing there to go in, you know, we ballet and all that kind of stuff. The price goes up. I'm going home. I don't need to be here. I'm, I'm good. Mm, you know, yeah. I have my limits. Um, yeah, I don't really have to have a big, uh new year's eve plan no. yeah i always feel like um women have like a lot of pressure like like you gotta have a date for new year's um which is cool and stuff but i f- it feels like it would be a very hard time to get a date um because <laughs> everything costs too damn much don't and it i i don't want to like you know typically in our society you know it's viewed as the dude should pay and whether that's true or not obviously some people don't do that and uh, people getting more progressive and splitting stuff. But, um, you know, as an old fashioned person and, uh, hearing like, you know, uh, most people's dating stories, a lot of dudes still paying. Um, that would probably be if I was a dude, uh, the one time I won't take anybody out is just because the cost is so like prohibitive, man. Prices. We covered a story on here where, what, how much was it for Applebee's? Like 300 something dollars? And 200 something dollars for kids. Yeah. yeah, nigga, that's Applebee's. It's <laughs> two for 20 any other day of the year. Come on now. Now you're trying to price gouge me hey, on. It's not New no Year's? five star restaurant. We yeah. ain't eating no filet mignon. You ain't got no goddamn sushi out there. You talking about some two hundred fifty dollars? Kiss my right. ass. You should be happy. Um, you have a salad bar, sir. You should be happy that I'm here, not not price gouging me, man. So it seems like the deck would be really stacked against ladies, um, for date night on New Year's, man. Because like, oh, a hundred dollars for the club. You know what? Let's no. Yeah. Let's go out January second. Ain't that the truth? That's my New Year's resolution. Is we gonna start dating? Uh, January second, and uh, that's yeah. I just I just thought of that. And the, and the, the thing about it, this year was the first time, and I would say, four five years that I've actually seen twelve o'clock. 
Because mm-hmm. most of the time, I'm sleeping and Roger could be like, Happy New Year, but I, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Sojo? What'd you do for uh, the holidays? Mine was boring because I was sick from the time um, I got off work until the time I went back to work. I had like fever chills. Oh, just no. The whole nine. And then my dog. Oh, no. Um, people in the chat saw him before the show. He's old. He actually turned 14 on New Year's. Mm. So, um, you know, it was just dealing with all of that. I brought New Year's in on my couch under an electric blanket. I was chilling, but, you know. I really didn't do too much during the holidays. Now, did you feel like pressure to go out and stuff? Like, or do you not make a big uh, deal out of it? Oh, okay. I, Lady Boot and I are a lot of like, I was an only child. So I like my solitude a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I deal with large crowds and spurts. So it's not, you know, it's not a big thing for me to be among a crowd during New Year. So that is the other thing is I hate large crowds and I'm, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I don't know if, uh, like I'm not making a judgment on people because I feel like some people love like being in the crowds and stuff, mm-hmm. but I just never been like that. So like the one of the ways to keep me from doing anything is to be like, oh, it's gonna be off the hook. It's gonna be extra crowded that day. It's I'm like, like no. Yeah, no. <laughs> you be like, take you know, take me off the list. Yeah, like I'll like there's times where we'll leave the house and we'll slide to a different restaurant no. just because it's like. Oh, they packed tonight. All right, let's just hit somewhere a little more yeah, low key. We see the line, but like, you know what? Mm-mm, let's 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 go yeah. on around to the corner to the non-jumping spot. I don't want to wait thirty minutes to be you know hitting elbows with the next person next to me, <laughs> all in my conversation <laughs> talking about what I should have ordered and shit. Ain't like, that, yes, I, you know I kind of hate people in general. <laughs> So. I do too. I can't lie. I, I hate people too. <laughs> now, but my friends so. had something during the day on New Year's. Like, I don't mind that, you know, like get togethers during the day, but that yeah. night, I don't really want to be out doing, you know, much of anything. Now, what about this Monday? You know, uh, it's Martin Luther King Day, which is a big day for the club. Uh, <laughs> you ladies gonna hit, tear the club up in honor of, uh, MLK? <laughs> I saw the flyers. They <laughs> <laughs> was out there. Party yeah, girl is. yeah, she gonna tear the club up, but it's not gonna be for MLK. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to a club, but it is my birthday, so I like to. I like to co-opt the Martin Luther King holiday as my own. Oh, okay. So it's your uh, it's your birthday on MLK Day. Um, why not go to the club anyway? You know, just ne- like nobody has to know that personally for you. It's just your birthday. It's not really celebrating Martin Luther King. Well, while I enjoy a good solid twerk and music loud enough that I can't hear myself speak, I don't like children. Mm. And they seem to populate most places where there is a, a solid beat. Mm. I can't, you know, and, and, and ample bars. They seem to be there. She's so gonna, I she didn't have the story when she stood and danced on top of the speakers. Stood and <laughs> yeah, danced on top of the speakers. I did. I did. And one of them, the barge boys, had me come up there so shut up okay? <laughs> well i mean if if a, if a light-skinned man asked you to do it i mean <laughs> it will it will only be rude not to right. you know I mean, all no, to be fair I've, I've had good party years like i have done listen listen mm-hmm. <laughs> I, i've shaken a leg and cut many a rope. <laughs> but now i'm just like eh yeah. You growing so are you growing out of your party phase, you think? Like you uh ready for more low key type atmosphere or what? I wouldn't say it was even a party phase. Mm-hmm. I just like 
I like being around, so you guys don't like crowds. And I can't say I like crowds either, but I do like strangers. Like, I'm the mm -hmm. person, great example. I was once in a club here in D.C., and there was a man, and he had this wonderful diamond jewelry on. Mm -hmm. And I looked down at his feet, and he had gaiters on. So in my mind, I felt like that's the man I need to talk to because he's probably one of my mid Midwestern people, mm -hmm. and I like doing that. Like, I don't ever want to date him or see him again, but I like to just just – talk to him and see where his head is at and what the thought process was behind, I don't know, having burgundy gaiters on with burgundy pinstripe pants. Mm. I've got to get that information. And I, I like doing that. Now, do you ever have dudes like accuse you of being like a heartbreaker and stuff? Because I feel like, uh, for men, like a lot of them probably get misled where they be like, she like me. And then you'd be like, no, I just reason, thought you had some interesting clothes. For Bye. some reason, the second you talk, it's like, oh, she like me. No, I just because I talk to you don't mean I want to. Well, talk to you. let's be honest, Karen. A man with diamonds and gators on is <laughs> there for the attention. It's uh, not that's like, true. That's like true. most of the people that approach him that night. <laughs> He's going to feel like, oh, she is interested in what I'm I, putting out. That's true. You know, so, so I mean, do you ever get, you know, and if you're not, especially, you know, females that aren't really, like, afraid of uh, going out and, like, you know, approaching dudes, even if it's platonic or whatever, I'm assuming there's a lot of mixed signals that in, in, in that case. Um, I don't know, because I've never been a, a strange man I've talked to, but mm. I, um... I, I I do like people, and I may not like him for dating material, but I may like him for, I don't know, maybe he has some crazy ideas on importing and exporting, I don't know, tire rubber. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, and so he'll be in that tire rubber box. You know, he may, may work in a reentry program, mm -hmm. and I may have some ideas on prison reform. So that's the box he fits in. Doesn't mean mm -hmm. I want to date him. And I, I try to make that clear. I mean, right. I will say, I will tell men all the time, I'm married. Oh, yeah. really? And there's my husband over there. Or if I am like out with, because my group of friends, Sojo has met them. It's a guys and girls. So if I'm out with a lot of them, I'll be like, oh, that's my husband. Or if I'm out with a girlfriend, I'll be like, mm. this is my, my husband's sister. And so that usually, you know, push the kibosh to some degree on all that. Oh, she must want me. Eh, I don't want you. Yeah, I do the same thing a lot of times when I'm talking to dudes. Like, they'll be <laughs> talking too much. <laughs> And I'll be like, I'm married and just walk away. I'd be like, what does that even have to do with why we can't talk about Cam Newton? I'm like, I don't know. It's just, I ain't feel like talking no yeah, more. Just, and, and the, the I saw the other lady shaking their heads that, uh, do y'all both do the I'm married thing too? Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that would help fend That's off. Standard, especially yeah. down here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, I didn't know that was the move, man. Do y'all, now y'all not, do y'all wear a ring or? Just in case, like in case they need some evidence, y'all just some, some people don't wear go rings off the word nowadays. of mouth. Yeah. yeah, some people don't wear rings. I have a ring that people thought was an engagement ring um, on the show and, you know, stuff like that. I don't wear it intentionally, but, you know, I have used it on occasion. Yeah. It's weird. I can tell you guys, as a man, it's weird uh, because most of the time women don't approach dudes. So uh, it's hard for us to tell the difference between when a chick is like, into us or when she just is interested in like whatever we got going on like today um i went to kng to buy my own um, fall lineup uh which consists <laughs> <laughs> which consists of uh the fact that i lost my um hoodie um and i needed to buy another one i don't know what happened to that damn thing it just Seriously, disappeared th this is the oldest i've ever felt in my life not knowing what that hoodie is i clear one day he looked for it i was like 
I don't know. Let's 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 check under the basket behind. Yeah. You know, is is it in the washer? Is it in the dryer? We told that that that, that was some old people shit. Cause yeah. I have no idea where the fuck that hoodie is, man. It's gonna bother me for the rest of my life. It was, but um, we're gonna find it in the next few days. So I went and bought, you know, and and like KNGs are cheap and shit, and everything's on sale. So like. You know, by the time you like, I'm gonna just give me a hoodie and I'm gonna be good. And then it's like two for one hoodies. I guess I'll get seven. Um, <laughs> so I got my hoodies and shit and I was checking out. And, uh, this, this lady, uh, in a way that only ladies can do told me her whole life story in about three minutes while she was checking my, my clothes out and shit, like, uh, at the register. Um, I found out that she was, uh, from Michigan. She had just moved down here. And it's cold down here, but it's not cold like it is in Michigan. So in, mm-hmm. in a way she's winning. Um, and she was saying, um, you know, that, that, you know, she, that it's different and it's lonely out here. Um, in these streets, apparently. Um, and, uh, I was just like, by the way, I had my headphones in cause I listen to podcasts <laughs> while I do shit during the middle of the day now. Um, and, uh, she didn't give a fuck. Uh, for the record, she kept talking. She saw them headphones like, ooh, time to talk. Um, <laughs> yes, I've been standing here ringing up shit all day and ain't nobody been talking to me. Yeah, I just quietly disconnected my headphones and we, you know, kind of, I didn't get a lot of words in, but. Uh, <laughs> oh no, it wasn't meant for you to talk. Yeah, and she was like, um, you know, okay, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, I, I went to the wrong register because she moved some stuff off the counter, and I was like, "Okay, let me put my shit here." She was like, "Why are you gonna make me walk down there?" I was like, "What? You did this?" So, <laughs> um, when we were checking out or whatever, she's telling me about Michigan and finding the man and stuff. Uh, it was like some straight out of Tyler Perry shit, but um, she was like, "You know, it's just so lonely out here." And so I was like, "Yeah, that's crazy." Ha ha. Um. She, <laughs> And she was like, are you a member of our club or whatever? And I was like, uh, yeah, I am actually, you know, I gave her my, um, my phone number or whatever. Cause you have to look it up. She's like, got a lot of fours in there. I was like, it does. Cause it's easy to memorize. She was like, you get to choose your own phone number. I was like, I know I did that. <laughs> um, and she was, and so about this time, like she noticed that I had, a, uh, my ring on. You know, not that I was hiding it or anything, cause I, you know, I, I would never do that, but it was one of those things, like, she saw my ring and she was like, ooh, how long you been married? And I was like, uh, 12 years, I think, in September. She was like, that's good. That's so good. You know, uh, I, you know, I, I, I want to get married and, um, a lot of these dudes out here, they not ready. They need to grow up and stuff. I was like, that's right. Just check my stuff out. Oh, and, she, and she was telling me how, like, she broke up with her boyfriend because they weren't on the same page. Did she tell everybody this story? I, I don't know if I had one of them faces or, I was just or about what. To say, do you have one of those faces that people just want to mm-hmm. tell you their business? I told you he got that Santa Claus beard and they just want to <laughs> tell him everything. People been doing this shit to me before I had this beard. I would look dead in the camera the way I was looking at her. Y'all tell me if it's, if it's a please go on face. This is exactly how I was looking at her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you right. don't look threatening, Rod. Rod. You don't look threatening. You gotta get, you gotta do minutes. You gotta furrow your brow. Maybe that's what it, I should have just came in there and been mad and the or glasses. something. Nobody's scared of anybody in glasses. I, apparently not, man. No, they're not. Like, is she, so her man and her, they broke up because they <laughs> weren't on the same page. And he was a little boy and she's a woman. You know, and part of the thing is they they weren't equally yoked, and oh, that was a, mm-hmm, that was a huge issue because 
you need to be equally yoked these days um you on saw these, all this out in three minutes or less i swear to god she never stopped talking man it was <laughs> at, at, like it, and i wasn't even mad for the record i mean i had to stop my my stuff but to be honest man i was like kind of like uh like i liked her you know what i mean like i was like look at you you don't even give a fuck what i'm doing <laughs> you are gonna tell this story like you are this about you right now this checkout experience is the keisha experience you don't care what i'm checking out you don't know why uh every time i get ready to say something she would just like use it for five more minutes of story time <laughs> and it wasn't even like i got to say much it would just be like yes marriage is important that's right it is important you know and uh people realize see when i get married i want to do it one time and i want to do it right and i said that's cool uh, everybody does like no i don't think it's too many people out here like yo this is my starter marriage. Wait till I get to number six. I'm going to be in my flow. Ah, but, um, you keep your headphones in the whole time? You took the them out. Whole time, the, the whole time. The whole time. She didn't even know I hit stop on my shit. Like, I just, I, in my pocket, I unplugged them and then plugged them back in, which stops it on your iPod, right? So that you don't lose your spot. Your spot. But she don't know because I did it discreetly. You taken them out, looked at them, put them back in. Right. I was... <laughs> <laughs> I really was like, I can't believe I like when I had a job, this is my number one pet peeve. I don't have a job and this is happening in regular public. You don't like Y'all gotta learn how to be meaner. You gotta just cut people off because I ain't got no problems with saying you got to go. I gotta go. You gotta stop talking. Man, you you know my weakness, man. I love black women and like and all their sassiness and glory and shit. And I, she was abusing the privilege because I didn't care nothing about what she was talking about, but it was like you just need a shoulder to lean on. You need, you know, you want to talk about this dude and go through some heart. Go ahead. Just get it out. You can't cut us off. Yeah, you can't yeah. cut us off. Like, I felt like I wish I had my card on me so I could be like, um, we will definitely be talking about you on a podcast. Cause <laughs> yeah, we need to this carry is a card. phenomenal uh, stuff that you're giving me. Talk. <laughs> yeah, I, really. I, you know what's funny? Every time something... I used to go from like when people had like I have a fucked up conversation I used to be like oh god get this person out of my face now I'm like this person would be great for an hour of just an Uh interview like I would love to just be like you better stop putting new cars in your wallet son and them out you ain't pay that money for them cars for nothing that's true I gotta put it in my wallet man I slipped up man normally I don't run into these situations but I was like you would be perfect to talk to for an hour to find an exam because then she threw in this one which uh ladies don't ever throw in this one to random dudes that you're just talking to strangers or on first dates and shit. Never, ever throw this out. It's a big red flag and it scares people off. She was like, yeah, because then they be trying to act like you crazy and I'm not crazy. I, you, I'm not like, I, now everybody think I'm crazy because I, because you broke up with me. And I was like, what, what just happened here? I didn't break up with you. We're doing good. This is a, this is a, a transaction relationship. Yeah. We, I'm exchanging money for the services. We're not, I don't think you're crazy, but she probably was crazy because only crazy people bring up that shit so early in the conversation. Imagine her on a date. I know, man. Well, that's what I kept thinking was if I was single, cause I'm assuming like I'm married. She liked the fact that I was married as a, as a positive. For me, so I'm assuming she wasn't trying to holler or nothing like that. True. Yeah, it would have been a very awkward turn in that conversation to be like, so then what you doing, right? That would be like, 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 so when you get off work. Um, hey, some people be like that now. Some people do. I do think that married men and, and single women have a lot in common, which is that uh, they both 
aren't aren't too afraid of, afraid of a commitment you know what i mean um uh, which is how a lot of these dudes get caught up man <laughs> they be like you know what he already took the plunge once <laughs> <laughs> that's like halfway there um but uh hey, well, i have a question mm-hmm. so i uh, well not a question but just a suggestion mm-hmm. and let me just preface all this by saying that i am not a religious person no problem but what i find people are, are often they'll walk up to me and talk as well right. and that's because i walk around in life smiling like an idiot but um i do too girl right i often ask people, well are you a christian well i'm mm. gonna go ahead and pray for you and I say, I'm going to go ahead and pray for you while walking away. Oh, that's good. That's a good, I'm, I'm going I'm to hold you up in prayer, baby. I'm going to hold you up in prayer. Oh, that's good, man. See, I'm yeah, scared. That, that I'm scared of that down south. I'm scared yeah, of that down here. <laughs> We they down talk, south. That, that'll lead into a whole different yeah, conversation. That, that what church around, you go to? Yeah. Who your pastor is? And I don't have none of these background lies ready for the record. <laughs> well, like, tell, them, tell, them, tell them Jesus is their refuge. Jesus is their refuge. Oh, mm, mm-hmm. just keep Especially cutting them when off. She said the equally yoked conversation. That was the perfect segue into that. Mm, yeah, I'd be like, you know what? Go and and take care of that with Jesus, and then she will. <laughs> see, that's the other <laughs> see, thing. I, see, I, you I can't don't know the it. phrases, baby. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Roger, Roger yeah. don't know the phrases when he be like when he be like they equally. Um, equally, don't you be like, yeah, baby, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and pray for you. We got a prayer meeting next week. I'm be sure to put your name in the prayer list. See, y'all, See, that's y'all, how you do it, baby. Y'all, y'all know all that shit. I hate church, so <laughs> like, you, you could just smell the hate church coming off of me if you talk to me about anything either, religious. Though, y'all. That's yeah, why that's I just right with. I have to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just couldn't. I just couldn't be but rude. You know what, Buddha? You make those faces. Y'all have never right. seen yes, her you side faces. She mm. makes the most epic faces when she is not feeling something so they mm. already see that on your face but you I, know those people don't read faces they give two shit so you gotta use your words yeah because your face done. don't mean nothing they look at your face and keep talking plus i mean the thing is she wasn't being mean and i was like i was interested in like how far it could go because like y'all ever hit that switch your eyes look interested. She looked yeah. into your eyes, Rod. That was the problem. Well, I like, can tell them more. I think um, it was that switch that hit me where like 45 seconds of the conversation, I wanted her to shut the fuck up. But like two minutes into the conversation, I was like, well, keep it going. Let's see what let's see where this can go. At that point, she yeah. numbed you. So, so he thinks he, you crazy. Okay, now what happened? Like, where is he? Like, like until the next, the next person in line was just like, uh, is, am I interrupting something? something? I was like, uh, I think we are married now. Me and this lady, we go together. Like, we could definitely, uh, go out for drinks after this and just discuss the world. Cause she gave me her whole philosophy in five minutes, man. It was, but it was great. But what, what, what I kept thinking and what brought this up, um, when I was talking to Miss Smart is, um, it makes me wonder if I wasn't married, if I would have been like, that girl liked me. I was. I should have got her number. Like she, she was clearly into me. She just liked talking. Yes. You like she yes. didn't give a fuck. I could have been like you know one arm, like no eyes. She didn't give a fuck. She was like, I get some talking. This dude got two ear holes, and he gonna get this, um, uh, get this work. So yeah, it just makes me wonder if people ever get their signals crossed. Because I think if I was single, I would you probably know. been like, why don't you use yeah. that number that I use for my discount card with all them foes, girl? She was like. Hey. <laughs> I'm calling you nigga, you shop at K and G. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> See, then then that'd have been an issue. I remember um one time I had issues with the uh, the car. The car had uh broke down mm-hmm. and I had to call uh AAA. Shout out to AAA. They're the best thing ever. So they came up to my job 
and it just so happened i think by accident i was had cleaned my wedding band got lazy went to sleep and kept my wedding band in 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 the uh solution to get clean so i didn't have my wedding band on that day so the dude came up and he was talking to me and stuff like that and uh where he where he came and where my car was was like a few feet away so i got in and we rolled over there. He was looking at me, and I was looking at him. And I was like, okay, we're going to have some issues up here in this goddamn AAA truck. Mm-hmm. And then once he dropped me off, he was like, hey, uh, I see uh, you, uh, you're not married. You, no, no, he didn't say I see you not married. He was like, he was like hey, you know, uh, I see uh, you out here uh, with your car and stuff. He thought, but, I, you know, if I was looking for a woman, I'd get a, I'd get a, a woman like you. I looked, I say, I, th- I didn't say anything, but I was thinking, like, nigga, I, I don't want you. And, and I thought, and I guess because I've been married for so long, just men coming at you like that out the blue, I, I really looked at him like, am I going to have to punch a nigga in the face? Cause <laughs> just because you the AAA man, you come, you come to tell my fucking car away. I do not want to holler at you. Well, it's but funny because. friendly too, though. Yeah. I, right. I am. I am too friendly. I, she I'm will, friendly to she, a fault. She's way worse than me. I don't say anything. Karen makes it seem like y'all friends. <laughs> like it's just you like, know, like she will. AAA dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we'll go out to like a restaurant and the people that are nosy and be like, Hey, what did you order? And I give him the look like, nigga, this is my plate. <laughs> and Karen will be like, oh, you know, um, Calamari, what are you guys getting? I'm like, what are you doing? Because I know when we leave, you're going to be talking about them like, I can't believe they was all up in our business. Like, no, you invited them in and you let them stay. <laughs> that was my fault. You know, I, I have to admit, I, I am, and I'm, I'm, as I get older, I'm getting better with my friendliness. I'm like Miss Smart. I always keep a smile on my face. I always meet and greet everybody. When I come in, I'm like, hey, how you doing? And we know whenever we go out to the restaurants, the restaurant people is my friend. And Roger, Roger be thinking I'm kidding because we had went to the Harris Teeter one time. And I spoke to the lady. She, he was like, she don't remember you? I said, yes, she does. She was like, you got your hair cut. I said, I showed this. I said, baby, I told you they be paying attention. Karen is convinced everybody's our friend. Don't that was a coincidence that she was right that way. Whatever. Time. She remembered us. Everywhere we go, Karen is like, uh, hey baby, how y'all doing? Like they supposed to be like, Oh, I remember y'all from last time. People pay attention. Well, and Karen mm-hmm. is friendly in real life and on the internet. Like yeah. Rob, yes, I Rob am. seems friendly on the internet, but then he seems like he sounds like he's antisocial. I've seen friendly <laughs> on the internet, but I don't like to talk to people either. But you yeah. you just all around friendly. Well, I'm antisocial on the internet and in real life um i've i just fight it really well like y'all don't know how it like really man um i should get an award for just how much i talk to people uh on the internet because i like i for example like today i probably could go through my timeline right now and i can guarantee i got asked at least one question that i wanted to cuss somebody out or (laughs) or like oh for example leonard brothers my dog he was uh talking about people like so like he you know he's a he's an advocate for the show uh definitely one of the uh, foremost cult leaders of the show uh, going yes. out there recruiting <laughs> recruiting people yes. for the cult um like passing out the Kool Aid so he was telling somebody that was like oh I listened to that show Leonard Brothers that you was talking about it was good and he was like yeah it was it uh you know that's my show yeah he was like yeah I love it and she, he was like yeah you should check out the episode I'm on. And I was like, wait a minute, wasn't that like 20 some episodes ago? It's impossible for them to check it out because we only keep 10 new episodes on. And then if you're a premium, you can go back and watch the list of the rest. But if you're not, then you can't listen, right? So like, 
I, but Leonard's been doing this for like a month because, you know, Leonard was happy to be on the show. And, you know, I would be too. Like, go listen to my shit. But it's been down for like a month too, so they couldn't listen. <laughs> so, um, and Leonard's premium, so he don't know. He could just go to the site and listen to any of them. Yeah, he was like, hey, it's always up there for me. So, like, in my mind, my response is like vulgar and mean. Like, man, you should know this shit, nigga. We, you, you, <laughs> you pay for the shit. I need a deacon and not know this shit. Right. But then, but, but like the answer that came out was like, hey, Leonard, man, uh, that show's been taken down from the feed. And that's my life every day. And I like Leonard. There's way more motherfuckers I don't even like that I try to be friendly to. Uh, maybe that's what it's called. Uh, yeah. And maybe everybody does it and I just don't know because no one talks about it. But I, I'm an asshole inside. I, it's not even close. Oh my god! I'm an asshole inside too. <laughs> I say that I, I have to go behind the scenes and say stuff to the two of them that I can't yes. say, mm-hmm. like on my Twitter feed or on the show or whatever. But yeah, I'm an asshole on the inside. Yeah, it's and, not even close, and, guys. And, and see, and the thing, the funny thing about it, I am like literally the complete opposite. The what what you see is what you get with me, and it's just one of those things where, like I said, I'm friendly to a fault, and for me. When I interact with people on the internet, sometimes people get angry with me because I don't respond the way that they want me to respond. Because for me, Roger will respond. I will just not say shit to you and let well, you float Ka- on away. Karen thinks she's mean and she's not. Like no, Karen, I'm not. Like Karen will tell me the mean thing she did and it'll be something so nice. Like <laughs> she's like, you know, because I told her, okay, I told her that if she wants to like that movie, she can. And I'm like, and then what? Then what happened? <laughs> That was it. Uh, I just like, told okay. her how I felt. Like, like, like to me, that's stepping up to the plate. She, yeah. you know. I'm like, you didn't cuss her out. You didn't call out her name. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm, 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 looking like, like, okay. I'm looking at him like, why, why would I do that? I remember the other day, somebody got mad with me because we were talking about football. And so I, I, I'm a huge Carolina Panthers fan. I forgot I must be playing a team. And so they was cut, they were saying stuff to me. And when, and I, when I would respond to them, I responded all reasonable and rational. Mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, yeah, we may lose to you. My team sucks. You know, our defense is this. I was like, yeah, Cam. That was like, why are you talking so logical? They was like, you're not arguing with me. I was like, I don't argue about football. Yeah, but see that that's Karen. Like Karen would tell me about that personally. Yes, and like, and I like think that I, was a big triumph for her. It was. That she told I, I have accomplished something for the day. Right, and me, I'm sitting up here like that's not even a Tuesday for me. Like <laughs> that shit don't even register. Um, a dude today was like, uh, he he asked me twice about Fruitvale Station, and did it get a lot of hype over here in North, in America? Because he's from like the UK, and uh, he said he just saw it and. Uh, it didn't get a lot of promotion. Um, I ignored him the first time he asked me this because why, why would I know that? And what would I care? Like, it wasn't, it's not like Fruitvale Station is my jam. I haven't even seen the movie. No, I haven't either. Then he asked me the same question again a few hours later. And I was like, oh, that is right. I was probably an asshole to ignore that. I should have just been like, oh, man, I don't know. I didn't really watch it or whatever. Um, little shit like that, man. And I, and I, you know, I'm, I'm overcoming it a little bit at a time, but yeah, the, the me that people know on the internet is like at least 500 times nicer, uh, outside of my face. You know what I mean? So, isn't that the case always? Like if you have, well, right, obviously you don't have a nine to five anymore, but if mm-hmm. you have a nine to five job, you constantly you know, think to yourself in a meeting, like, if I launch over this table and punch this bitch in the throat, like, mm-hmm. what are going to be the consequences? Like, you know, I, I, at least for me, I'm constantly having a battle of, 
wait until I get my money right. I'm going to buy this shit and right. fight everybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's bad, man. Like I, yeah, like I said, I don't know because so many people don't talk about it. And see, the other thing is too, though, um, if you meet me in real life, it's a little bit different because, um, even though I'm an introvert, I'm a real good communicator and I have very good personal, like intimate relationships with people. So like, I don't have any, I don't have it pretty much any acquaintances, right? Um, whereas most people I feel like have a lot of acquaintances, you know, people, you know, their name and a little bit about them, but I have a lot, like I have a lot of intimate relationships. Like most of the people that I do know, we don't do small talk. So I don't care about the weather. I don't care about what the fuck you did to refurnish your house. I, and I'll tell you, I need a, like, I need that kind of relationship where I can talk to you and be like, yeah, dog, I don't give a fuck about that. So let's talk about the game. You know what I mean? Like we, and I need you to be able to do it back to me. Or we can't have a real friendship. So um the people that, that I do, you know, that open up and are honest with me and are cool with me, we have really tight relationships. It's just, you know, the other motherfuckers. Um <laughs> anyway, this is uh the Black Altus podcast. And of course, uh, you can find us, theblackaltus.com. Leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh we read them on the show regardless of content. We don't even care. Um you can also do stuff like, I don't know, um, Leave comments in the chat room, uh, leave comments on the website, vote in the polls, uh, leave comments on your votes in the polls, become a premium member. So much stuff you can do with the blackoutest.com. Uh, support our sponsors. Today we have a very sexy sponsor. Uh, let me see if I can find some type of sexy music, uh, to play for my sexy sponsor here. Um, sexy, sexy. Yeah, let me, let me, where's my, where's my start hits? Uh, here you go. Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about giving your lover a hard time with an adventurous new tour or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you can get 50% off of just about any item in the store. And they have a lot of items in the store. I dare you to find an item they don't have in the store, but go take advantage and get 50% off of it. While you're there, you'll, even if you don't want anything right now, just go and you'll see something on the front page. You'll be like, I do want that. But that's not all. In addition to your 50% off, you can also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus a free extra gift so central, I can't even mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And they're not playing, guys. This is a serious game here. Uh, go to adamandeve.com, put in code TVGWT, get 50% off of one item, get your three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. What are you waiting for? TBGWT at adamandeve.com. All right. Let's talk about some stuff that happened. Let's do this, son. Um, ladies, what y'all think about, um, oh wait, official weapon of the show is? The taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Boom. I love that. Um, all right. So here, here's, here's the first thing I got to ask you ladies, cause I, I haven't heard your opinions necessarily. <laughs> and it just happened. What y'all think about, um, Juicy J and his, uh, scholarship and giving it away to a non-twerking lady? Um, let's go around the room. So, Joe, what you think? Um, as a former teacher, 
one of the exercises that I did with my middle school students at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year was this uh, game where there were like 30 questions. And the first question said, read all the directions before doing anything. And the next 20 something questions had them acting a monkey in the classroom. Um, and at the very end, all you had to do was just sign your name and sit quietly. So if I could teach my kids to read the directions, I just feel like, um, yeah, they should have read the directions before entering mm. the contest. All right. Uh, now, um, do you think about, what do you think about the idea that, um, he was saying on Twitter, you know, give it away to somebody twerking, but it wasn't saying like it, the rules didn't say don't twerk either. Like, what do you think about that? Ma'am. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So Joe. I mean, it was his contest. I feel like people were getting upset with him. And I know that he's, I think he said something smart, like, um, that should teach them a lesson or, yeah. you know, something like that. But yeah, it didn't bother me at all. Yeah. It was weird to see people, uh, bring up that part. Like, why did he say that? And I was like, the, the political correctness of Juicy J is on trial right now. <laughs> right. I, I mean, come on. Pieces, but whatever. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, what about you? Lady Buddha, what'd you think about him giving away $50,000 to a young lady to go to college, uh, and not for not twerking? Um, well, shout out to the young lady who went to, go to med school and is a full time student and a full time, um, single mom. Good for her. Um, but you know, I saw this because otherwise I wouldn't have known about it, honestly, mm-hmm. because one of my, um, tweets was talking about it and he wrote about it. And I just want to share what he wrote because mm-hmm. he talked about the fact that, um, you know, you know, people pile on the respectability politics and say the girls who entered were stupid for not reading. Mm-hmm. Like you read your cell phone contract or your iTunes agreement. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. Juicy J and Worldstar get attention. Girls get vilified. Patriarchy wins. Next time, save the exploitation and paternalism and just give away the $50,000 scholarship. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, what, like, could he have just figured out a way to make it so that you know, it wasn't on all on them mm-hmm. that he didn't exploit them, that they weren't made fun of in order to still give money away. So, you know, that's that's an interesting point, because I am of two minds about it. And that was part of the thing I was thinking about. But then the like overhanging like thing for that, that that kind of like, I guess, trumps it for me. Is that it's Juicy J. It's Juicy J. Yeah. Like, like I would like if it would have been like Talib Kweli. I yeah. feel like a million think pieces got to be written. Uh, we got to <laughs> yeah. boycott the album. We got to show yeah. up at the shows. Uh, but like Juicy J, I will, I promise you, he will not read one think piece. He that ignorant. Yeah. No. He not even about to click no links. Like, Hey, look what I wrote about you. Juicy J It's like, I don't even know. I'm not seeing that. <laughs> is it a twerking video? Cause I'm, I'm not even interested. I know it's so. Unless it's a twerking video. Um, I'm out. But yeah, I do feel, I mean, I don't disagree with anybody who thinks that he's promoting patriarchy and exploiting women. Um, although, uh, if he would have gave it to a girl who was twerking, that's just as exploitative. And, right. I mean, it know, is. It was, I mean, that's kind of the bottom line. So yeah. for me, it's always kind of the motivation of the person. It's just like, you know, we can tell women what to do to defend themselves. And of course, reading in this case, uh, and following all the directions could be one of those things, but it's not up to us to always say, well, you don't have to be an asshole either. Like right. you can decide not to be an asshole. Yeah. He definitely was an asshole on this. Yeah. And then, and, and I think that was the problem. It was like, you 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 put it out there you 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 put the rules out there and then you hint about it 
So people kind of give you what you want based off of the music and the stuff that they've heard from you. So a lot of people assume that that's what you wanted. Mm. And then when you do find somebody, you throw, you, you almost smack these women in the face that twerk and was like, mm-hmm. well, y'all out here twerking and shit like that. And that's what pissed people off because they was like, nigga, people are twerking your video. What the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. This is how you make your money. But were they expecting him to not be an asshole? I mean, it's Juicy J. So it's like, you know, when they were talking about, well, patriarchy wins. Well, patriarchy won when Juicy J got a record contract. So, I mean, I don't. I don't. I I don't know who Juicy J is. It's okay. I I, I can play some of his music for you. Go ahead, Miss Smart. I don't feel like he really necessarily took advantage of people or girls. Mm. These were probably girls who were twerking anyway because. Many True. of them were really good at it. This wasn't their first foray into twerkage. No. They were good at it. Um, he, I mean, people say, yeah, he's ignorant. And uh, Sojo and Lady Buddha know my love of Tahit Epps. Many of you know him as 2 Chains, mm-hmm. And I feel like he did <laughs> the same thing that 2 Chains will do in interviews. Juicy J does ratchet, ignorant music. But when he sat there and handed out that award... He kind of sounded like he could put a sentence together. Like in, in in being pressed, he could put a sentence together. He could understand his comprehension was beyond fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think he might not have initially known what he was doing. But once he sat back after he initially tweeted about it and thought about it, he knew exactly what he was doing. He was going to find a girl who he felt like should be the girl that the twerkers were looking up to. Yeah, and that goes, mm-hmm. but that goes back to the whore Madonna idea. Mm-hmm. And even though this girl is a single mother, she still is better than the bitches who thought they could shake their ass and get some cash. Right, in, in his, his eyes, you yeah. know, by his judgment. Well, that's the other thing too. Is in a way, uh, I can see it as kind of admirable because he did break form from what everybody expected him to do. Cause and nobody, world star. nobody expected him to give this to any lady that wasn't going to clap it up. Cause it was just one of those things where we put him in a box. He ignorant. He right. make music about ignorant shit. So it's like, he going to give it to somebody that is quote unquote, at least placating to his ignorance. Mm-hmm. And so for him to be like, well, actually, um, this girl seemed more focused on the other aspects of the contest. She actually read the instructions and, I'm going to give it to her. It did kind of break against the type for him, but I really feel like there's no right answer for this. Con- just yeah. for the fact that he right. started this contest, even if he, matter of fact, even if he never brought up the word twerking on Twitter, I still don't think there's a right answer because the person giving the money away is Juicy J. <laughs> like it's, it's like a beauty pageant. I mean, yeah. the girl who wins a beauty pageant might not have been the best shaped girl. Mm-hmm. Hell, she might have decided that she's from a Muslim country and she's going to wear a burqa during the swimsuit competition. That doesn't mean she's not going to win. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, this girl was smart enough. She, I mean, to me, she was cute as a button. Like yeah. she didn't have to work. She was cute as an abs- absolutely cute as a button. So I, I'm on board. Yeah. I like it. Works two chains. I don't know if he's watching. You know, the other thing too is, uh, I think, <laughs> I think it kind of, um, falls into that, that thing too, where a lot of people do with celebrities where, uh, we like to tell celebrities what to do with their money. Mm-hmm. Like I was it, just like, thinking that, that, that was the thought that was running through my head. At the end of the day, it's his money. He can give it to whoever he wants to give it yes, to. I mean, if, you know, so I don't understand all, I mean, I, I do understand why right. people had to think pieces and, you know, whatnot, but just at the end of the day, 
he decided to give money to a person he chose that person that's it that's that's well also i've never met like him giving away his money um at the end of the day like he he gonna do what he want to do like nobody can stop anybody from being like i want to give fifty thousand dollars to this person and i still haven't met the person that thinks it was a bad decision like personally that she didn't deserve the money so it's it's like damned if you do damned if you don't true um you know well you just a dude that's promoting twerking but won't support it with financially you know um but um all right so that was one thing the juicy j thing i thought was pretty controversial Mm -hmm. but i was like let me get some ladies opinion on it uh glad you guys uh gave your opinions what about this one kanye west had to roll up on a nigga at the chiropractor office because uh he got into an altercation with his wife uh well soon to be wife uh kim kardashian uh mother of his child um she was apparently walking into like chiropractor office and paparazzi was following her and uh this dude opened the door for her and he called them like some faggot ass niggers or something like that and she said hold up hold a minute you can call them faggots but not the n-word that's off limits <laughs> she objected to specifically the n-word i thought that was interesting uh and the dude was like oh well fuck you too nigger lover slut whore all this stuff um so she calls kanye west uh the phone call that i think every man dreads a bit <laughs> you know because you got to go like i don't uh i know in the world of equality and new uh new wave uh we're away, getting away from gender stereotypes and all this shit i get it and that's great on paper i don't Damn, know any brother life. that can pick up that phone and start preaching them uh equality politics and not come you got to get your ass up out the car and come up in the power practice office i'm sorry uh it just ain't gonna be the same if you start talking about some well look we both are equal and any either one of us can handle this like you got to come handle it right so um he shows up be- beats up the dude who uh in the media immediately becomes an 18 year old kid uh shout out to trayvon you're not a kid at 18 because yeah. if it was an 18 year old black boy getting shot it'd be a yeah. young man adult yeah. right he's an adult mm-hmm. a menacing 130 pound six mm-hmm. foot one adult like so uh yeah he got his ass whooped and now he's gonna sue and stuff and so i thought it was pretty obvious and i, I talked about it on twitter a bit and um i was like i'm not even saying it's right because i don't think it's right quote unquote to solve problems with uh physical violence like you probably shouldn't be doing that um hold on i'm getting an echo from somebody hold on uh well all right i think it's gone all right all right so um yeah i don't think it's right to be beating people's ass and shit quote unquote right um though it feels right and um often the results justify the actions um but uh you know i couldn't I couldn't think of a way that I would handle it that wasn't like going up there and whooping that dude's ass anyway. Um, so I was saying that on Twitter and I think it comes from like, honestly, your ego. It comes from insecurity. Uh, even though and I'm not saying those is negative things. It's just part of life. Like we have an ego. Would you do that for a stranger? Probably not. You're not going to whoop some dude's ass. If you, Hey, this dude was talking to this lady like this. You're like, that's fucked up. She should call the cops. Uh, it's your wife. I'm going to kill that nigga is yeah, is ego makes a difference and then it's also um insecurity because you know your wife's not you know whatever the fuck he's accusing her of but 
you know, you, your, your insecurity is like, I'm going to make this person not say these things if again. So I was talking about it and this lady was like, well, it's her fault, Kim Kardashian's fault for calling him. Mm-hmm. Like she shouldn't so even have called him. Cause, cause he's a black man. Is that what you said, Miss Smart? Yeah, cause he's a black man and, and, and police and, yeah. So you think, so, um, uh, I guess like. I don't if, agree with that. Okay, if it was y'all, would y'all not call? I'm calling. Sojo calling. Yeah, I'm calling. Okay. I have, I have. Your, uh, hold on, let me, uh, this is my fault. Let me organize this. Lady Buddha, would you call your SO if something similar like, like to what happened to Kim Kardashian happened to you? Would you place that call or do you, uh, not call? I'm going to call someone, probably the police. If I feel threatened or I, you know, I feel like I'm uncomfortable in a situation, I want the person who's going to come and can have some authority to make this end right now. And you can stop and this can be on the record because that's just kind of how I am. I mean, I don't know where my man is. I don't know how far away it is. Probably none of that really makes sense. She was on a medical appointment. Dude wasn't even in the building. Like all that sounds strange to me when I can just call the police and they can be rolling up here and be like, um, you need to be excused for assault. So okay. That's it. Okay. Now, um, like, what do you think the police would do anything if, like, somebody just walked up to you, called you the N word, and you yeah. called the cops? Do you think they would do anything? I don't know. It depends on if you feel. It depends on you know if you feel threatened or whatever the situation is, but they can at least help uh, de-escalate the situation or or change the dynamics of the situation, whatever's mm. going on. So, I mean, but just as a general. I'm going to call my man so he can come beat somebody up. I don't want him getting in trouble for beating right. somebody's ass. I got to protect him, too. Yeah, that's, so, that's extremely yeah. responsible of you. Um, I wouldn't call yeah. for him to come to come beat the dude up, but mm. I would be in <laughs> communication with, with my SO on, you know, by texting or calling or, you know, whatever. And if I'm running into somebody who's rude or, you know, doing, I'll be like, guess what's happening right now? You know, and right. I, I would definitely tell him he would probably... Um, you know, come to where I am because, you know, the safety issue. So that it, it, I don't see him beating anybody up over it, but I definitely think he would be concerned, you yeah. know, that that's happening to me in that moment and would be there. Well, she's also crying and stuff in this situation too on the phone. And like I said, I, to me, it's a call that every dude dreads. Like from a guy's perspective, it's not like, Oh, I, yes, I get to whoop somebody's ass. It's like, what did you do to my wife? Why is she crying? I'm going to come solve this. However, whatever it takes, you know, I'm going to make sure that this gets rectified. And that's like, I don't think that's as, as clear as you're thinking. If you're even thinking that clear, most people just think I'm going to whoop that dude's ass. You know, I'm also nonviolent. I, I didn't think the three of us. I'm sorry. I don't think we would be crying. Oh, I, all right. so, so I don't take it personally. So first of all, yeah. none of that even really applies to me. That's why I can only talk about this theoretically because that's just right. somebody calls somebody a name. I'm just like, okay, you just let it, it roll, roll off your back. Yeah. Miss Bart, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, well, I haven't had anybody call me a name, but there was an instance where I was um, driving home and hit the back of somebody's car, literally like tapped it at a stoplight and pulled over because that's the right thing to do. The guy is in the car black guy someone's in the passenger white woman i pull up behind them because you know i tap them and when i'm pulling up i can see there's no damage to the car so i pull up he jumps out of the car 
he comes over to my window and he starts shouting at my window. And at this point, my significant other, who's at my house, and that's where I'm going, he calls me. He hears that and he's like, mm, just lock, make sure your doors are locked. I'm coming there. So he comes there. The whole scene changed. Yes. God, God didn't want to like exchange uh, insurance information. He didn't want to do anything. As soon as he saw balls and a penis on the scene representing me, the game changed. Yeah. Um, and so it's like the other thing is if I now I didn't call him, he happened to call me at that time. But if I didn't and told him this story later, then he'd be like, "Why didn't you call why me? Why didn't you call me? Right, right. That's true. That is true. But like I said in the chat room, only a man can check another man. I think many women need to understand that. Like I could have like rolled out my window or got out the car and you know, well I'm short, so I've been like talking up to the dude, whatever. <laughs> but that's not my place. That's absolutely right. just not my place. That's not the fight I want to have. I'm going to have, a, you know, I didn't I didn't make him come over, but I typically deal with men who feel like as part of their responsibility, it is to, quote unquote, hold the umbrella over my head. Mm-hmm. And in this case, right. he rolled around the corner and was like, oh, is everything OK? Change mm-hmm. the whole game. Yeah, it yeah. is. It I, is. Crazy. I agree with that. But that's like that's such a specific case, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, but somebody calling a but name. But it happens lots of times. As soon as a man knows you're, quote unquote, under the cover of a man, the way he approaches you changes. And that guy who said that stuff to um, Kim Kardashian, he would never have said that stuff if Kanye was there, if Bruce was there, if Rob was there. Right. He wouldn't have said that. If Lamar's crackhead, possibly crackhead ass is there, he would not have said that. Right. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah. It, like that, because that's like the feeling I always get, because it's kind of like internet tough guys where, you know, I've had three people like literally threaten me over the internet and i know i know (laughs) if they were in my face they wouldn't say it i know they wouldn't we both know they wouldn't like it's because i because it's one of those things nobody's ever said that to my face and i've been in way more heated situations than anything that's ever happened on the internet people don't talk like that when there's a dude that they think might be a problem to beat up right i'm not even saying uh they will win the fight i would lose the fight or win it I'm just saying, you know, you would be in a fight. Like the next day, people would be like, the fuck happened to you? Even if you won, they would be like, what happened to you? Right. So it's one of those things where like just when you have to face the consequences of your actions, people become way less uh, belligerent. And yes, they do. And this situation just rings of like this dude talk like that to a woman because she was a celebrity. She's basically uh probably by herself at this point. She must yes. not have had any bodyguards there or anything. You can guarantee she didn't. And he and he and he did not he did not think anything was gonna happen to him. That's right. Because that's how people roll now. And when Kanye whooped his ass and now he wants to sue, um, which fuck it. That's why, by the way, people keep bringing up, well, now he's gonna lose money. This is why you get rich. Ain't that the truth? If there's yeah. there's really you will happily pay that fine and keep it moving. There's no better reason to be rich. Like <laughs> I just want enough money to tell people no mm-hmm. and to go fuck them up if I have to. That's it. I don't even need that much money. It's just enough to be like, how much is your doctor bills? Cuz I'm going to fuck you up. Like that's it. I don't need I don't need to be, you know, I don't need a Lambo. But um but even still and, and I'm not even a fighting type of dude, but it's just one of those things where like I can't imagine um, a dude like dealing with that well because we've been kind of raised in society not to deal with that, right? Yeah. 
so here's the other part of this right to flip it women deal with this shit all the time yes and that's the scariest thing for dudes to even think about is the idea that your woman had done some shit and gone through some stuff not done anything but gone through some stuff and and, may not have even told you about it and not told you and that is infuriating because you guys like i said you guys like hey this dude was following me around the store today it was really creepy why didn't you call me uh it's tuesday you was at work (laughs) like like a hundred reasons like this shit is not gonna not happen if i do call you it's not the first time it's happened it won't be the last time it happened um i just have to deal with this shit sometimes yeah yeah and and men can't really relate to it because we're not often in situations like that no because because the thing about it is this most men are never considered the weakest link Mm -hmm. most men even if you step to a man that you know can whip your ass you still don't consider yourself the weakest link Mm -hmm. women are completely different people already look at you as prey they already look at you as the weaker link and a lot of men don't fail to realize this Women have to deal with more flight of fright or flight than men. Because, okay, if somebody rolls up on a man, you're not thinking about being raped. You're not thinking about being robbed. You're not thinking about being murdered. You, un- you automatically understand I can defend myself. Yeah, he might get a good one, but you, uh, odds are, you're more apt to be able to defend yourself than a woman is. If somebody roll up on you, you're, you're gonna put your feet to the ground and get your ass out of there. You go, okay, he might rape me. He might kill me. He might stalk me, follow me home. I've had all kinds of crazy situations happen to me. I remember one time I was heading home and, uh, uh, this dude were like, part was, had a big old truck. He parked beside me and I happened to look up at him and you know, I smiled at everybody. So I smiled and, and I turned around and kept going and, and, and everybody's different, but something within me said, don't go straight home. Just, I can't explain. Someone's like, don't go straight home. So what I did was that I turned into a neighborhood. When I turned into this random neighborhood, he turned behind me and I turned again and he turned behind me. So what my black ass did was speed up, went cut all down through the neighborhood and lost him and rolled out on the other side. And the thing is that this does not happen to men. So men cannot comprehend and they cannot understand the fear that women have just in general. Just walking outside your door is is actually frightful to women. But because men have the... Um, how, how can I say, have the ability to go, I have a penis, I have a dick, and nobody's going to roll up on you. Mm-hmm. You you know, it's hard for men to understand this. Well, you know, it's not, it up, it's dismissed a lot of times. It's not even that we can't relate. It's like, you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you take on some of the responsibility for their well-being, whether you want to or not. Like, True. Unless you don't give a fuck. I mean, most people, you know, if your man gets sick, you be like, I guess I get this nigga some chicken noodle soup. That's the least I can do. (laughs) You know, well, the same thing. Like, and a lot of times we're blind to it. I don't think it's like we don't care. We just don't know how much uh, is like women are being exposed to this shit. And you really can't relate to it until you care about somebody and you hear what they go through and like when you tell me those stories because you told me that stuff before like i went to this store and this dude tried to get all up on me and where you're like well i'm living in constant fear which i do think you know uh i i would be if i was a woman women are strong as shit for living like that because i couldn't i would be like killing niggas like i would just be like the lapd 
like yeah i shot this nigga in the middle of kroger's because i didn't know what he was looking at i thought he was looking at my ass and I'm like you can't just shoot people for looking at your ass but as a dude that's how i would relate because i can't imagine living with the idea of oh you just gonna look at my ass and get away with it look at yeah, you even son in kanye's case you gotta think like it i didn't know the full story that kim was all upset when she called him because mm-hmm. i was saying earlier that the three of us i don't think that would have necessarily brought us to tears mm-hmm. but kim gets some pretty nasty comments yes, like on instagram they say all kinds of shit stuff. to her so it's not like she hasn't heard or seen that type of thing before but you never know what she had been going through mm. or what you know had happened to her just before so for her to call him upset put him in a state of alert for yeah. her and so his instinct was i gotta go protect my woman because she's scared even though she's been through this before so again mm. he went into protection mode so and also yeah. it's like for us it's still theoretical right um right. and i can even say that with the podcast right i remember when we had like 10 listeners being like oh man <laughs> niggas be getting all up tight because motherfuckers don't like them i don't give a fuck you don't like me nigga all 10 of my listeners we cool and then <laughs> and then you get like a thousand listeners five thousand listeners or whatever and all of a sudden it's like um people will talk about you completely different than they were talking about you when it was just, just 10, 10 people yes they will it's, you know so now it's like uh i hate this dude he is uh a misogynist if i ever see him in, in public i kick him in his face and you be like why would you kick me in my face dog i'm still here like i read this yeah, with my with the same eyes that i would have read this when nobody was listening yeah, and, right and i feel like the same thing happens for celebrity true so it's hard to really like i can't even mm-hmm. like while i'm saying like i know in my my adult brain my best case scenario would be like i would hear this story someone would call me a nigga love and i'd be like ha i'm rich and i would like make it rain in their face and shit but <laughs> but in real life i know that i can't really imagine some dude randomly just calling me some out my fucking name like i can't even imagine it and i don't even know what would happen i hope i would be my able rational to rational mind yeah, yeah the calm would just the peace would just come over me and i'll be like no the peace of jesus yeah you're not it's not even gonna work bro it's not even gonna nice try nice try satan's yes. satan all in your yes. face devil, <laughs> but see, like, see, you don't you even know the phrases devil get ye behind me that's mm. what you say sir right but like i feel like what would really happen in real life is i'd be like did this nigga just call me a nigga and i would just <laughs> be punching his ass and be like i don't even know what happened obviously i was just i, I blacked out <laughs> yeah, yeah he called me a nigga and spit in my I face i don't even know what happened <laughs> like y'all ever watch reality tv and you see somebody like spinning someone's face mm-hmm. like you know that yeah. one second that microsecond reaction you have in your heart well, you just like, I will kill you. I feel like that's what will happen. Like, as adult as I am, I know you're not supposed to do it. But like that one second, I feel like I would. I'd be like, I have to snatch all the wigs in here. <laughs> Everyone. Who- if they hit you first and you spit at them, that's, you know, that's uh, a response to an assault. So that's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, however it works. Like, because I wouldn't even be thinking about the rules, by the way. <laughs> like i yeah yeah like i in hindsight i would be covered but i'm gonna tell you right now i'd be whooping his ass because he spat on me not because <laughs> oh legally i can do this i'd be like i whooped that dude's ass oh what happened yeah, you keep spitting your mouth yeah i'm covered officer i'm covered i'm good everybody saw that all right i'm out i'm going home <laughs> but yeah i I'd, I'd, I'd probably be expecting them cuffs man because but like um it just felt weird that people transferred the onus to her and it made me realize how like um you know how much women have to deal with this shit for even for any woman to even think it's her fault for calling him mm-hmm. it just says like this is shit that women deal with being harassed all, all the, the time, time. 
and, and like the the boyfriend significant other husband must be like the get out of jail free card cheat code you're not supposed to use that unless it's like you know pop out with the spinach in a dire situation and 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 the thing is also i think a lot of people fail to realize is that by the time women are adults this particular behavior they've dealt with since they first got ass and titties so they've kind of mm. conditioned them especially if you're a, a woman that have had big titties and overdeveloped or a big ass at a really early age mm-hmm. you've dealt with this constantly so you kind of condition yourself to kind of fend off on your own as much as you can and it's one of those things where society is like well like, like uh miss smart said you got almost got to have a, a covering but i I don't think you should have to have a covering for for people not to do this shit to you but for some reason like they said it's just something about testosterone to testosterone that makes people change their attitudes yeah the, the saddest that, oh go ahead i think that a lot of people were looking for a reason to blame kim because they just don't like him yes um, that's say that you know so and, and then kim backlash I've only right, seen and then, and then they backed it up with well, he's a black man and she's been dating black men, so she should know, dot, 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 cuz police. When really the root of their, of their, uh, uh, I can't think of the word. The root of their di- disdain. disdain. Let's go with disdain. Disdain, okay. For her actions is based on the fact that they freaking hate Kim Kardashian for being a success at being pretty. Yeah, that is, I do think that's part of it, cuz like I asked the lady, Cause she's, cause she was like, unequivocally, this is her fault. And I was like, how is this her fault? Like, she, it's not like she walked in there and was like, I hope somebody calls me a nigga lover. Would love it. Like, that was she, the furthest thing from her mind. Yeah, like she got hit with that blind side, especially on the, like, under the auspices of being like, look, I know the paparazzi are being some assholes, guys. I get it. But come on, do we gotta call them? faggot niggers you know my boyfriend is black and i do have a half black child and the other half is part of me so can we really not do that that's very disrespectful and the dude's reaction was even more disrespect but now towards her that's such a swerve i can see it catching somebody off guard yes and i you know i don't know how other people deal with their significant others because obviously you know shit is different for everybody but I don't think that's beyond, um, you know, making a phone call and not, and not even a phone call like Kanye, come whoop his ass. It could literally just be like, this is what happened. This is mm-hmm. fucked up. I'm emotionally distraught. And dudes, we're, we're, we're fucking caveman, man. We, we are not built for these nuances and shit. It's like, so whose ass do I whoop? Cause right. that's where I can help. Um, right. Lady Buddha's, um, internet is going in and out. So. Okay she'll be hopping you know off and on okay Okay. all right yeah her connection's bad right now okay no problem um she just popped back up and i can still hear but i can't my video okay well we can take you off the video if uh karen karen's handling the video and the video might be slowing your um internet connection (coughs) down so we can take it off a video if you want um and uh we'll work with you on that but um but yeah man i just think that uh when old girl blade so old girl said that in my timeline and i was just like so um okay uh you might be a little bit biased and and then she waited a day and she was like what do you mean by bias and i was like i'm not answering this because no, there's no go. good way for me to say it but like you know if you don't like her already you're gonna find a way for it to completely be her yeah. fault yeah. but there's yeah. no way a rational person can think this is all on her like yeah all on her it's not like she said 
Kanye, I'm getting pulled over by the LAPD. Get your gun and come help me. Then I'll be like, that's crazy. She gonna get that nigga killed. <laughs> this, this is just like, hey, this dude is harassing me and I feel bad. I'm calling you to talk about it. And it's like, uh, I'm on my way. And y'all are problem solvers. So, uh, I think Vinzi yes. on, um, Twitter was saying today, who do you, who do you call to vent to, you know, males or females? And I was saying, if I need to vent, more than likely I'm calling my female friends because my male friends. And, and so, you know, they're problem solvers. So right. the immediate thing is, okay, I need to fix this or, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, right. So if she's calling upset. The first thing they're going to say is, I'm going to fix it. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, there's the other part of this that, people don't want to talk about because you know it's 2014 and we supposed to be over gender shit but um you got to go whoop that dude's ass man i'm sorry i know that it's not politically correct <laughs> who the fuck is gonna respect you after this i don't that's the beginning of the fucking end if you hang that phone up and turn the xbox back on sorry I'll see you when you get home <laughs> yeah you got to go i don't even care how progressive you are do not write me I don't give a fuck. I will call you a liar on Saturday if you write me anything about how you would be okay with your man hanging up that phone and being like, maybe you should call the police. Fuck no. you. You a goddamn liar. Yes, yeah. you yes you are because I'm going to tell you one thing. I remember when I got that ticket for speeding, I felt so bad for Roderick because I got on the phone with Roderick and I was livid. And I cussed and fussed all the way home. Yeah, she called me after she got the ticket and was driving home. And first of all, I know I can't beat the police up. I know that's not happening. She was just mad she got the ticket. I had to listen for 30 minutes of Karen cussing all the way from South Carolina and being like, I understand. Yeah. And, uh, baby, just don't speed right now because they might still be behind you, you know? But that, like, you did the right thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not stupid, but if that would have just been like, hey, this nigga in a truck is following me, it'd been like, okay, just, uh, pull over right here and, uh, I'm right behind you. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been a completely different situation. But, yeah, I don't know how anybody can justify not picking up that motherfucking, hanging up that phone and coming to get her. I'm sorry. But wait, but wait. Um, patriarchy forces you guys to come and rescue us. Right. And we, collective of women, don't need y'all to rescue us. I agree. Y'all don't need us. Y'all don't need us. But it's mm-hmm. such a good luxury to have. It is. Like, how do you not use That's it? That's true. <laughs> you know what i mean like, like i said earlier it changes the game like people yeah. respond to you differently when you are quote unquote under the cover of man whether it's your father your brothers Brother. yeah or your man and i'm not advocating because because this is the other thing that's gonna happen people are gonna start acting like i'm advocating the other extreme mm-hmm. for the record i'm not advocating and i also do have disdain and hate for these chicks that do the thing where it's like well my man We'll come over here and like, like I don't, I don't like advocate the, I, that either. I would never and, date a chick like that. I would like, I don't even want to be friends with you if come every now. time anything pops off, somebody got to come do a fight because you can't like handle or yourself. You Starting stuff so that right. he can come and, and so that he can, yeah, right, yeah, like oh, I'm a damsel in distress. Yes. Yeah, well, it's just like a dude. Like, excuse me, sister, can I get by you? I, I need to get to my seat. Oh, really? Well, Jerome. <laughs> Can't come yeah, handle this, exactly. like, oh. <laughs> and see, and see, I'm not like that because this is the thing. Because I, and, and put it like this, I am such a a. And we talked about it before, such a nice person. For me to call Rodri angry and upset, trust me, tr- like I have literally been because it takes a lot to make me angry. I have literally been pushed to the edge. If I call him, be like, you, you got to come here. Something traumatic has happened. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Me too, Karen. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, I don't think. Over. Yes. Yeah, I don't think any of us, like, lives in that zone of, like, I just can't wait to be broken. But it's like, if I get broken, consequences, repercussions. You know what I'm saying? I can see the phone ringing. I don't think nothing's wrong with that, man. It's just, I think people got so judgmental because of who's involved. They were, yes. And uh, shit went crazy. If it would have been another couple, if it would have been Jada calling Will, you know, uh, or Beyonce calling Mm Jay-Z over some shit, nobody would have said it was Beyonce's fault that Jay stamped whoever, you know, I mean. He would have gotten off. Because I never never saw anyone blame Kim. I never saw, this is the first time I've heard that the only Mm -hmm. things that I ever saw was people talking about Kanye and why did he lose his temper and beat that dude up that's the only thing i've heard about yeah this, this is, is just interesting to remember the people you all you have the access to that. but you you follow progressive pgro twitter right she does yeah it's true yeah yeah it's <laughs> all about people. your twitter followers and who yeah, they we retweet. follow black twitter and not to mention <laughs> more well not even that man honestly for me is most of the stupid shit that comes in my mentions is not from people i follow is people that follow me like so like once you get i think i i said i said this in passing on twitter and then like a whole lot of people like famous people retweeted in the shit white people was retweeting it like famous white people was retweeting this and i was like i don't know what i said that was so true but they believe it but i was like once you get over like say two thousand followers on twitter everything you say hurts (laughs) it hurts somebody's feelings It doesn't matter who you think you are. It doesn't even matter how PC your comment is. Some you said hurt somebody. There's somebody going to get in their feelings. Mm-hmm. You could just be like, oh, the Braves are playing. Turn up. And it's going to be somebody like, you know, the Braves is a, is, is just a mascot for the white man taking the Indians land. You're like, ah! hey man, I just like Atlanta. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. I don't even, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. I just apologize. Uh, I didn't even know what happened. So well, then I, I might be in trouble then. Cause you know, and the thing is like, Roger should have never showed me this, but Roger showed me them gifts, them gifs, whatever them things mm-hmm. is. And oh, so yeah. now that you've learned those, you are hilarious. That's the best thing ever. He shouldn't have showed my black ass that. Cause I love to play with them things. <laughs> and I think a lot of people follow me based off of that. And then when I tweet about regular stuff, they be hitting me up and I be looking at my Twitter sideways going, Hey nigga, who are you? And B don't come over here with that foolishness. <laughs> well, it's time. Uh, well, actually, no, actually, I won the article. Um, this film critic, black dude named Armand White. He's a, he's a New York film critic. Um, he got expelled from the New York film critic circle Uh-oh. for allegedly heckling Steve McQueen, director of 12 Years a Slave. Uh, the group had their annual Critics Award uh, banquet, and uh, Steve McQueen won the uh, Best Director. And when he was accepting his award, um, apparently uh, Armand White uh, heckled him. Um, reportedly, he yelled exp- expletives at McQueen when he accepted the award for Best Director at oh. last week's New York Film Critics Award. Armand White is a black dude, by the way. He was quoted as loudly calling McQueen an embarrassing doorman and garbage man. White <laughs> disputed that account in an email. He says he didn't say that, which is odd because there were people there that like, heard you. Like, how do you get Luckily a recording? Yeah, he right. Like, how do you get that confused? This is what my question. <laughs> like, has anybody ever been that confused about something that happened live? Like, yo, man, I think you called that dude a garbage man and embarrassing doorman after trashing his movie in print a month ago. Nah, dog. 
wasn't me. Wasn't me. I don't even know. You got DNA on that. It wasn't me. Is that what you thought happened? Shit. That's crazy. Um, White disputed the account in an email and called the charges a barrage of lies. Known for his contrarian reviews, White lambasted 12 years of slave as torture porn. Um, Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This dude. Now, here's the thing, man. This is how petty I am, right? Um, I laughed at this and I was glad. A black man lost his job and my ass is glad. That's so petty. And why? Because he didn't like Inception. That's how fucking petty I am. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. I've been holding this grudge for like three years. It's like, nigga, you don't like Inception. Christopher Nolan is a genius. And he lost his job. I was like, aha, I told you. I knew it. I only took four years to, to make my point. <sighs> I ain't shit. All right, man. Um, <laughs> it's time for our games. Um, and I believe this time our sound should be working. Um, let me just. Yeah, we, sure. we, we worked on that the other night. Yeah. So, uh, the first one, of course, is always, uh, fucking with black people. Um, so let me find my fucking with black people music. <laughs> We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people. Today's contestant is a dude on Fox News. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he used to work for Reagan and talk about that economy. And uh, he has some more to say about it today. Or, well, the other day. agree on is, is maybe looking at minimum wage. And are you you have an idea for minimum wage that you think could encourage hiring, and it involves oh, state government. So what what is that plan? Yeah, well, the minimum wage makes no sense whatsoever to me. I mean, honestly, it's just the teenage black teenage unemployment act, <gasps> and these, this is the very groups that we need to have jobs, not have be put out of work because of a minimum wage. So I'm really very much in favor of at least for teenagers getting rid of the minimum wage so we can bring them back into the labor force, get them the skills they need to continue being productive members of our society for years and years. I mean, that's the way I go so that minimum would, wage. What would that look like, Art, of you uh, having states... By, by the way, um, the, best, the best thing about Fox News <laughs> is something completely racist happens. It never, and they just, they just, they just gloss right over it. it. They never have oh, the billions of people that get paid minimum wage that they, are all racist. But not just that. They never pause. They never go, oh, just that one moment. Like, because if you said that on my show, which is way more liberal as far as uh, shit you can say that nobody going to get upset about, even <laughs> I would have to be like, oh. <laughs> Black teenagers explain yourself. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah, it was disgusting. I mean, I was like, "Whoa, what just happened?" Yeah, I thought we were talking about minimum wage. wage. Uh, Black teenage unemployment act. That seems a so, bit so 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 he so he about that slavery and that that you teenagers work for free. Uh, currently he's well. He's saying minimum wage makes no sense whatsoever to him. Uh, so maybe he's advocating that people should be paid more than the minimum wage. You know. Uh, he said minimum wage is just the black teen unemployment act, teenage act, um, black teenage unemployment teenage act. 
why you had to say teenage twice uh there are very there, these are the very groups we need to have jobs not be put out of work because of a minimum wage so i'm really very much in favor at least for teenagers getting rid of minimum wage to bring them back in the labor force get them skills they need to continue being productive members of our society for years and years and that's why i said you want to get rid of it so if they're not a minimal what's the minimal free well maybe he's saying a higher wage karen he could be advocating that hey we need to pay these people no, no. Thirteen dollars an hour. That way, they'll keep these jobs. And uh, you know. but 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 do we understand how companies work? If there's no minimal, they'll go free. Mm. Like that's how companies function. Companies are about that profit. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. It's Fox. He probably is going. That's right. If yeah, you, he, probably, if, he probably. I'm thinking of it like a like a floor. No. He probably thinking of it like a ceiling. Like that's if you make them, you gonna make them pay five twenty five? Y'all crazy? Yes. If you if you get if you get rid of and the and the fucked up part is if a job is willing to you to pay you minimum minimum wage they are steps from free because they go we pay this because the government say we got to pay you this much not because we want mm. to if you if your black ass or whoever you are could come here for free we we have you we have slaves mm. so when you say get rid of the minimum wage and we live down south and mm. so we got cotton fields everywhere i asses be out there plucking some cotton fields from mcdonald's or some shit no he's crazy mm-hmm yeah so as you guys can see from karen this is a hundred um because she took this 100 percent serious uh yeah uh, this is real talk yeah this is on fucking with black people and uh you know she's been fucked with so (laughs) that is 100 uh there's another fucking with black people story this one's making arounds across all the podcasts and tv shows and stuff um apparently in omaha nebraska there was a kid that was taken away from uh, his his uh, family because of this. It's the news. Viral video has Omaha's police union in the national spotlight tonight. A toddler encouraged to curse and fight posted to the union's Facebook page. Tonight we are asking the union president, why is it still online? Good evening, I'm Brandi Peterson. I'm Rob McCartney. The profanity-laced video called The Thug Cycle has hundreds talking tonight cycle. on social media, even on CNN. The debate, is the video racist, or is it necessary to shed light on a cycle of violence starting at a young age? KETV News Watch 7's Dave Roberts joins us live with tonight's big story. We'll show you the vertical cell phone video, but legally we can't let you listen to it on TV. The profanity would push the boundaries of most R-rated material, and it's all said in front of a half-naked toddler. The toddler may not be potty trained, but the child sure has a potty mouth. In the background, two adults, the man and the woman, blast obscenities and racial slurs at the baby, who's also quick with some vulgar comebacks. This is what police officers are really dealing with in this city. Omaha Police Association President Sergeant John Wells says a Facebook follower sent the union the video posted on a known thug's website. The union then reposted the clip to shine a light on what it calls a cycle of violence and thuggery young innocent children find themselves trapped in. Obviously we had no idea that this video was going to take off. But it did. So many people tried to view the video, it crashed the union website Tuesday night. The video is making national headlines as the ACLU, minority groups, and even police chief Todd Schmoderer question the union's decision. In a statement he said, quote, I want to make it explicit and clear that the views expressed on the OPOA Facebook page do not necessarily reflect the official stance of the Omaha Police Department. 
I strongly disagree with any postings that may cause a divide in our community or an obstacle to police community relations. This isn't a blanket indictment of, of any one segment of our society or you know any one segment of our city. Um, but these problems are going on, these issues are going on, and it's, it's part of the culture of violence and it's part of the criminal culture. Uh, and quite frankly, we got to figure out a way to address this. A video posted to start a local discussion is now a national debate out there for everyone to watch, copied and reposted by hundreds of people. At this point, it would be pointless for us to take it down. Wells also said union members turned the video over to the child victim unit, and that recorded incident is now under investigation. Brandy, back to you. Dave, thanks. All right, so since then, they've actually uh, taken the child into custody. I think I have audio of the, of the video. Let me see if it's playing. You a bitch, nigga. <laughs> you, throwing, you throwing a fit right now, little nigga? Up, you Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Put that bitch ass nigga off. You ain't talking that shit now, nigga. Fuck you too. Say bitch. So say suck my dick. That's why you can't fight, pussy. Say you a bitch. Bitch. So where is he from, what? Say nigga, I'm from Deuce 9, nigga. Where hood you from? Something's different. Say nigga my name three times, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. You a hoe, nigga. What's up then? Post for the camera, dude. Say I'm thugging it with my diaper on, nigga. Say I'm thugging with my diaper on. Too long of a sentence. <laughs> Put that chair up, daddy. See, I need some pussy today. I'm throwing a fit right now. You <laughs> 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 say fuck you. <laughs> All right, so that's the video, uncensored, so everybody can hear. I it. seen worse shit, worse, worse shit than this. And so the, you don't think it's that bad? And and the, 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 the and I guess the thing I have about it is this: as many videos as you see of white folks' babies cussing them out, smacking them, going off, and all that shit, I don't see you showing them videos going. This this is the issue. Also, mm. that's the problem I have with it. If if it's gonna be an issue, let it be an issue across the board for all children. You know, versus we showing this black child in this particular environment. And, and like I said, I don't watch World Star from what I understand. This is tame from the shit that's on World Star. Mm. And nobody's going to these people's homes resting there and taking their kids at their houses. Mm. Well, uh, I guess on a zero to a hundred, because people are saying it's fucking with black people because it's a black kid. And, you know, well, obviously we all know how white people talk to their parents and they, they don't come pick them up from the house. Mm -mm. Um, I, but like, I'm conflicted because like, I understand it's a freedom of speech issue, mm -hmm. but like, I can't imagine shit going well for that kid in that house. Mm -mm. No, uh, -uh. it's it's right. not. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a fucking with black black kid issue or whatever. It's it's that kid's being exploited no matter what color he would have been. If he would have been a redneck saying some shit like that, you know. Yeah. So, right. like yeah. I've I've seen video of like white kids saying racist shit and their parents laughing and stuff. Laughing mm -hmm. and you know. And stuff. I've always been like, why wouldn't you just? take that kid out of that environment too because like what possibly mm -hmm. good can happen out of that I, 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 so like on the fucking with black people scale i do say it's something 
because I no, know they only catch did. this kid because he's black. Mm-hmm. Like, if D would have been a white kid, there's like an assumption made, like, it'll work out. He's white. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're black, it's like, uh, this shit will never work. He needs to go directly to the jail. And and I, and I think the problem that I, I have with it, from my understanding, based off this video, they basically went into the home and investigated and found no evidence of abuse, but still decided to take the child anyway. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where, I guess for me personally, it's like if every video the police went and did this for every single child, you have tons of children being separated from their families. Because DFAX's uh, last resort is to separate you from the family. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, for them to take them him out of the home just for that. That yeah. part's the fucking with black people. I also feel like um, I'm a horrible judge of this because, in my opinion, I would take away most people's kids. Uh, like, I don't think most people should be having children. It's fucking crazy. Like, some of the shit people get away with, you be like, you gonna pass this down to your kid? Like, why? Like, should there be, like, some sort of test or something where we could just, like, make sure it's not genetically biased? Like, if we could just make sure that it's not approved by the white man. I think I would be okay... Ah! With some measure of like qualifications for having a kid, because some of this shit is so crazy. I'm like, man, this kid is gonna be fucked up. Like, I, you know how you have that sometimes. You go down to a friend's house or something, or like an associate, or you go to the mall, or you go to the dollar store, and you see a kid acting a fucking fool, and their parent is okay with. Well, you be like, there's no way this kid becomes a productive member of society. If I had a kid, I wouldn't let my kid hang out with this kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. This shit scares me, man. But um, I'm only giving it a 25, man, because I, yeah. I feel like them being black is not like it's so sensationalistic. And being black is probably what True. got the kid taken out of the house. Hopefully, you know, everybody learns from this, uh, which probably they only learn not to put it on the Internet. Yep. But hopefully they learn from this and, and start working it out, man, because. There's no way that kid, that kid, like, I'm looking at that kid like, well, see you in prison. You know, I guess you'll be robbing me in five years or whatever the fuck because nobody cares. No one's going to try to raise you properly. And I don't give a fuck. Like, I know that's just a a one minute clip of that kid's life. That's, that cannot possibly be a good house. Like, just that one. I never had a minute like that in my life. Mm-mm, never, uh-uh. <laughs> like my dad ain't never been like, "Hey, little nigga, hey, hey, little nigga, you a bitch." Yeah. Like what? My mom would have choked him. What? And they hyping him him up to do other stuff too. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh-huh. But yeah, that's that's terrible. All right, let's play our other game. Now that we've gotten all self righteous and indignant, let's get <laughs> racist. Wait. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Say it, bitch, nigga. Okay, now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Where my thug children? That's right, guys. It's time hey, for before guess. Before you read the article, oh, can I, said, I yeah. just say so that I was say at something. work mm-hmm. and I had this. I had. I was listening to the podcast and I stepped out of my office and this was turned up to full blast. And all of a sudden, you went through the office with the guess the race song. <laughs> Everybody heard your ass singing and I'm running. <laughs> 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 was well, well, you moving quickly? I was. I did that slow 
motion dive. No. <laughs> that, that's that, what that, you that, that, It was an episode where you were into it. Stop. <laughs> that's the good news about singing Guess the Race. It gives you like a good 30 second Seconds warning to, 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 to get, get to your together. iPhone before shit gets bad at your job. Yeah, that, that's where you just take the phone and smack it on the floor or some shit just to get, yeah. to, get to turn off. I probably saved your job by singing. <laughs> Cause you know it got racist right after that. Right. Like it's not like nothing good happened after that part oh, of the no. show. But um, yeah. So um, it's guess the race time. Well, and, this uh, is good. We do sing the songs. Obviously, the chat room plays along. Um, we got some some good <laughs> articles here. Here's one: Boca Raton, Florida. A person didn't have a cigarette to lend out, but you better be careful if you live in Jeffrey Street in Boca Raton, old Florida. Oh Lord. Alberto Felipe bit a chunk out of his neighbor's head because he couldn't get a cigarette. Oh shit. That nicotine fit is a beast, ain't it? I was helping a friend out and someone decided they wanted to take a chunk out of my ear, said John Ott, the man who says he was bitten. This all started because I wouldn't give him a cigarette. He comes up, puts me in a bear hug, and next thing you know, he's biting my ear. Oh. Ott's ear held on by a thin piece of cartilage. His flesh was able to say, be saved by a few stitches. Um, apparently Felipe's, uh, been arrested three times in other, in Palm Beach County on other assault and battery charges. Apparently a lot of people don't have cigarettes. After his ear incident, Boca Raton charged Felipe with battery. Uh, they attempted to get in touch with him, but his sister Mimi was the only one available to speak. So, so he didn't have e-cigarettes? Uh, apparently not. Why did he bite someone's ear? How did that happen? Says CBS 12. Mimi Felipe says, sorry, hun. I can't comment. I wasn't there. That's when you know you got a crazy ass sibling. Wow. Like, yo, yo, yo sibling is crazy when you just like, I don't know. I, you know how he do. Uh, meanwhile, Ot says his neighbor's mouth won't stay shut. Ot tells CBS 12 news his biting neighbor yells threats across the street continually. Ot plans to file for a restraining order. Um, guess the race of uh mr um what was his first name alberto felipe <laughs> i'm going with hispanic all right ditto two all right who hasn't guessed smart no smart. i put it in oh. thing I, oh, oh you put it in sorry. chat okay you want me to read it no problem sorry. uh let's see uh one who doesn't fuck with chipotle because cadoba got that queso <laughs> Oh, Shout out to Hustle Crow. They do have that case on Cadova and nobody talks about it. Oh, it's the best shit ever. It's what puts them over the edge. Even lactose intolerant Negroes like me agree. <laughs> uh, Taco NGR, and I believe that's nigger, Hispanic from Think Pretty Smart. Um, one who's black, one who's back doubles as a slip and slide during the summer, says Leonard Aww. Brothers. Swam to the Mike Tyson boxing class Latino. I like it. <laughs> oh so racist um my chat is broken <laughs> uh black frito lays and frito lays <laughs> oh lord <laughs> red bow side one who watches sabado gigante under his uh i mean gigante under his picture of the virgin mary on the wall mm-hmm. back wet as original slip and slide i'm going cannibal white give me my beans mexican Maraca shaking Polo Loco who packs his cigarettes with angel dust. <laughs> Front of Home Depot worker. <laughs> Juggles oranges on the side of the road and attempt to drum up business. One who sells chicklets on the side of the highway. La Rocha Motel. 
mexican oh he who swam the golf to get there live in la vida loca blacks are biting heads off the newports unless it's tyson white um i changed mine to one who feels comfortable underwater wait what does that mean one who feels oh okay okay i couldn't tell if that was white because white people be swimming or what uh i gotta watch myself that's a rack of latinos in silver spring okay the correct answer is guys and all the ladies got it correct latino give it up give it up and a couple people guessed white trying to go off the books somebody guessed black yeah his name was alberto filippo honestly people how did you guess anything but Latino? I, I'm actually a little disappointed in all of you guys. Yes, uh, step your racism up. <laughs> um, all right, here's another one. All right, this is another story about some some racist stuff. Um, a woman was stabbed by her boyfriend over a lunch mix-up. Oh shit! A Texas man is accused of stabbing his girlfriend after she brought home pizza instead of chicken for lunch. Oh, is, is is that serious on a lunch game? <laughs> Michael, yeah, like, hey, baby, I bought you some pizza. I said I wanted a chicken sandwich. <laughs> Does this look like Chick-fil-A to you? I was in the mood for chicken. Michael Corsi of Waco was arrested Friday on a charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, the Waco Tribune Herald reported. According to police, he stabbed his girlfriend with a kitchen knife because she brought home pizza when he asked for a chicken sandwich for lunch. The woman was also choked and hit in the face. Oh, shit. She suffered minor injuries, according to Associated Press. Uh, guess the race. Uh, Michael Corsi, the guy who was upset he didn't get chicken for lunch instead of a pizza. Uh, I'm a Corsi. Corsi? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with white. Okay, Sojo's going white. The other ladies are thinking about it. Okay, so yeah, um, mm-hmm. one time I did get in an argument with somebody who wanted fried chicken from Popeyes, and I got him a baked chicken sandwich from someplace else mm. because I care about his health. So I feel like this is probably black, especially with mm. the kitchen knife, because I feel like any other race, particularly Hispanic, would have a split, a, a switchblade or a sword. Okay. available so i'm gonna go with black on this one i don't know but i'm gonna go black okay that's pretty smart getting going going deep on us what about you lady buddha you know my first impression um was black mm-hmm. especially with the whole michael thing but um the coursey part i'm like is that italian i don't know i'm gonna go against my gut and i'm gonna just say white too now white. would you like a spelling uh, of course he. Yeah, let's let's get yeah. that of course. Yeah. Okay, it's C O R S E Y. Oh. That changes Ooh. the game. He's he's next. Yeah, that don't make it. Yeah. That don't make I it a challenge. C O R C E Y. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. That's what I thought. So you going black now, Sojo? I'm going black. And Lady Buddha? I'm going to just stick with white. Okay, so mm-hmm. Lady Buddha's going white. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. This is tough. He that name got me. Chicken sandwich. Hmm. See, hustle the name got me. guessing. Whiter than David Koresh's ashes after the fire, says Leonard Brothers. Oh, <laughs> what's wrong with him? Well, it did happen in Waco. Grape soda drinker, right. wife beater, black. Someone called the domestic violence hot- hotline. That's a vanilla ice caucasoid. One oh who one who knows the smell of blue magic. 
was it chicken salad because that would be marlboro smoking white <laughs> chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> that is some white shit uh they love chicken salad uh blonde eyed blue eyed pink toes one who uh what, what i got one who breaks into tears whenever they see a commercial featuring sarah mclaughlin songs and abused dogs oh my chicken and red kool-aid <laughs> connoisseur a good man to submit to white ninjas like fried chicken ah! they don't get mad over chicken sandwiches no i didn't want a five dollar little caesar's pizza black was ah! it was it chicken patty or grilled <laughs> i don't know how to crow pink lotion enthusiast black white as the mayo on the sandwich she brought home <laughs> god damn it she brought a pizza home lady road that's just <laughs> uncalled for slander <laughs> doesn't even fit in the story uh harold's chicken with mild sauce extra black says kai uh whiter than the cnn newsroom <laughs> uh, especially with don lemon in it hi blue magic is the worst <laughs> i like chicken salad black good one. and coontain the correct answer is black two of y'all got it and lady buddha and some of the people in the chat room missed it that's all right i won last time so you know yeah, well, also i mean if i was you know if i was playing the game and i missed it i would spin it as i'm less racist than my co-host you know that's how i would <laughs> I'm like, it's not my fault they racist and shit. I didn't know y'all was so racist. Good grief. Um, it's time for the bonus round, guys. Let's go. Everybody's, uh, well, not everybody. Two of you guys are two for two. Lady Buddha's one for two, but everything in the bonus round is double. Counts for double the points, double the race. Double the points, double the race. Double the points, double the race. Hey, uh, Sojo's co-workers, it's time for double the points, double the race, <laughs> bonus round of Guess the Race. Today, we're going to get people back in it because right now, Lady Buddha's down. Are you guys getting nervous? Mm-mm. Nobody's nervous. Okay, all right. Let's see. These guys are veterans of the game now. Pelican <laughs> Bay. Pelican Bay. Who's I mean, that at? Pelican Bay. I don't know. I just Whole remember that shit. From, out there? I just remember this shit from uh, fucking that that Alonzo speech at the end of training day. How you niggas in Pelican Bay? It's a jail. It's a um. It's a prison. So but... twenty four, twenty three hour lockdown. Mm-hmm. Shoe program. Put mm-hmm. cases on all you niggas. King Kong ain't got shit on me. <laughs> By the way, best part of that speech is the beginning when he goes. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you shot me in the ass, Jake. That's so good. Anyway, that's when he, that's when he won that Oscar, man. Of course. <laughs> like that, that scene right there, I said, this nigga got the Oscar. Watch that now. <laughs> that's, hey, man. I just need that scene. I don't even need the whole movie. I just need that scene where he gets shot in the ass and he be like, nope, I'm still in control. <laughs> about 70 niggas about to whoop his ass. He be like, I'll put cases on all you niggas. It's like what <laughs> get it denzel anyway a 19 month old baby was found in pelican bay on monday covered in cockroaches and feces oh. cr- crawling across a busy street uh, what and didn't get hit by a car pelican bay assistant chief of police stephen combs says a resident was driving northbound uh sherry lane on monday at 3 p.m when she spotted something 
she spotted something on the roadway the closer she got to the object she realized a 19 month baby oh baby crawling around in the middle of the road she said baby what are you doing in the middle of the road he said i'm selling crack no i'm just kidding ah! he didn't say that uh the woman stopped I hope not <laughs> she, right. she picked up the child you need to take that baby at the home then right the woman stopped picked up the child and immediately took he took him to the police station after spraying him with raid and wiping him off at a oh, car wash she better have. uh the baby then when she uh the baby when he was brought into the police station had live cockroaches coming out of his diapers and crawling <gasps> on his body oh you serious the people brought him uh, what, what'd you say i saw you brought me up Mm-hmm. I'm so grossed out. Let, yeah, let's let yeah. Mm-hmm. The people that brought him into the police department had to clean out the car because of live and dead cockroaches. Ooh. Are you serious? The dead, oh. the, the dead ones are the scariest part. Like cockroaches. Oh. Is, no, they're not. Like oh. cockroaches was on him so long they died. Cockroaches oh, can live oh, through anything. Okay. All right. You know, cockroaches can live through the nuclear apocalypse, and they died on this baby because it was oh. so filthy. Uh, Kyle, yeah. do this. No, uh, this. they're like I've had enough. Can I guess now? Uh, you can guess, but I'll, you know the people in the, uh, in the need the clues. The people okay, need the clues ahead. in the chat room. <laughs> um, he had feces on his face. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, this poor child. He was extremely dirty. It was a pathetic sight. Around three thirty p.m., the baby's mother identified as twenty-three-year-old Tiffany Jenkins. Ah, one of Jenkins girls. You know how they do. Now. She walked into the station and asked if anyone had found her baby. Oh, ah! stop. What? Mm-hmm. Did y'all find a dirty-ass baby on a, in the middle of the road? At hey. least she went looking for him. Anybody seen my baby? <laughs> That's right, Miss Smart. At least, she, at least she took the effort to look for him. She wouldn't look for that check because he probably, you know, she gets some yeah. money from him, so. Yeah. She, I like that she didn't, like, respond to any like amber alerts and she just rolled up hey anybody see my baby it was about um maybe 19 months old crawling with crack coaches uh feces on his face anybody seen a baby like that no oh she oh yeah might have been in the middle of busy might be in the middle of busy intersection no did she go in there like a lost and found like you lost a coat be like yeah i would like to describe the object that i lost yeah um so uh all right let's let's get back to it tiffany jenkins walked into the station after they found a baby at the investigation authorities determined jenkins was in the yard with her four children and apparently forgot about the 19 month old <gasps> when one of them heard her foot miss jenkins took the other kids in the house but somehow overlooked the 19 month old baby while inside the baby managed to somehow get out in the yard crawl down the street and the baby was covered with uh was found some 250 feet away from the home jenkins has been arrested and charged in endangering the child second degree felony her husband who also lives at the residence was at home I mean, it was at work at the time of the incident and is not facing charges. Child Protective Services removed the other three children, <laughs> ages nine weeks, three years, and five years from the home. Whoa. And has placed them with the grandparents. Uh, agents with CPS were forced to shake cockroaches and maggots off their clothing, then leaving the rest- residence. Guess the race oh of God. Tiffany Jenkins. Horrible, horrible mother. Terrible. How do you spell Tiffany? Tiffany yeah, is good T- question. T-I-F-F-A-N-Y. Okay, but Jenkins. hmm Jenkins is her last name. Black. All right, going with black, says Sojo. <coughs> See, I can't say for sure that she's white, but I feel like that child is biracial. Like, I feel like she's got a I was thinking biracial young white too. trailer and some blacky McDark skinny ashy Larry <laughs> is going up in her and they had a baby. 
and they're married, so mm-hmm. Jenkins could be the daddy's name. Oh no, no, I'm not saying that he's the daddy. Yeah. I'm just saying that's who the baby father is. I can't go into the daddy. That's not my math. I'm not no, here. No, no, no. I'm saying ladies white, baby daddy black. Baby daddy, yep. not husband. Yeah. Baby yeah. Daddy. All well, right, she, well, she is married, and her husband was at work at the time. So yeah, but. Black men will marry fatty McAshy skins mm. if they're white. So mm. in, in a trailer park core situation. So I'm going to go with white mom, biracial, and what or white cut with something, baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. You did not have to guess the baby's race, but I oh, appreciate that. Say, that's extra. You're doing yeah, we, yeah, you're doing extra, okay. Okay. extra credit. I took all too much. Sorry. Sorry. It's all, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, what about you, Lady Buddha? What, what do you think the race of the Tiffany Jenkins, the mother of this child is? Damn it. That name is definitely, you know, I, we probably all know a Tiffany Jenkins, but I'm going to go, I'm going to still keep with the vanilla action. I'm all right. So two mm-hmm. white, one black. I feel like she's white too. Now that I think that she might be okay. married to to Jenkins, she married into the Jenkins family. So everybody's going white. Yeah. White. Okay. Apparently, yeah. children living in filth is a white thing. Let's check this out. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. Blacker than a pimp's heart at midnight, says Leonard Brothers. Oh shit! What's wrong with him? Uh, <laughs> he's, he's racist. Yeah, uh, he, he's making up not being not being here tonight. Yeah, he has quite the catalog at this point to say he's just racist. That's what's wrong with him. Bebe forgot one about one of her kids, says a Negro Montoya. Rich Jones says nothing explains the roaches being at OD levels. Uh, oh, that's shit. not a guess. That's not a guess for the race, but that is true. Agreed. Twerking, tattooed, spear chucking, African booty scratching bra who leaves her child in the car so she, she can get skeeted in by Little Wayne in the club. Oh shit. One who starred in the original Jungle Book, Jungle Bunny. Oh. <laughs> that's actually through classic. <laughs> Black women don't do bugs, white. She was so busy. She was too busy twerking and patting her Remy Lace front. Oh, shit. Well, how's she going to get a scholarship to get out the hood, Redbone Sonya? Come on. Why are you <laughs> Why are you 23 with a kid on the side of the street? This is too disgusting to be anything but white. <laughs> Kevin B was disgusted, so it must be white. That was, I like his reasoning. I'm so disgusted. Only white people do this. Uh, extra, extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial aphid. That's good, Phil Lyrics. That baby crawled through 500 yards of shit-smelling foulness. I can't even imagine beneficiary of the Black Teenage Jobs Act. No daddy in the baby's life to put a stop to this. Oh, so black. Well, she has a husband. Yeah, husband. He just was at work. Black was raised by the sister's wife, wives white. Maggots and cockroaches white. Y'all in DMV. Remember that chick uh, a couple weeks ago who left the child in the car in Maryland Live Casino? This all black. This broad is white because every black woman listens to this story. Damn, it just passed out, says Kyle Love. <laughs> white. Oh, I just got here for my fatty McFatty's realness. What up, Gia? Um, let's see. Uh, what do white people steal? Land white. Poor white trailer oh, park. Mess smoking cheese eating cracker and Blanca, says La Serena Negra. The correct answer is all y'all got it right. It's black. I mean, it's white. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some people in the chat room missed it. But, uh, yeah, you guys get knocked that out the park, man. You guys figured it out. Uh, yeah, the husband's last name must have been Jenkins, man. Cause when I saw Tiffany Jenkins, I said, that'll throw people off. Mm-hmm. But, uh. Married into that Jenkins family. Uh, mm-hmm. nobody James. You know his, his, you know, it's a black man with the last name Jenkins. Marrying yep. his trailer park trash. He moved into her place, 
with her previous children and had another baby with her. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and she got like four children all under the five and under. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's another yeah. here's another story. Valley Grand, Alabama. Prosecutors oh. in the central Alabama say two people accused of hanging a puppy at a house in Valley Grand have been charged with animal cruelty. Fourth Judicial District Court Attorney, oh wait, District, yeah, Circuit District Attorney Michael Jackson, <laughs> said Monday <laughs> that 26-year-old Carolyn Dunham and 23-year-old Andrew Parrish are each accused of hanging a small mixed-breed puppy by his neck from the ceiling. In an incident report, investigators say they received a tip about the dog after a photo of the puppy dangling by his neck from the ceiling was posted on Facebook. Because why not put your crimes for the whole world to see? Prosecutors <laughs> say Dunham and Parrish surrendered to authorities on January 10th at Dallas County Jail and are each free on $500 bond. And Mike Vick is like, what? You can do that. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> right. Why they not going to just prison for three years? It doesn't work like that for you anyone, know. Mike. The puppy was has been turned over to animal control and is unclear and done unparished if they have attorneys or not. They probably don't need them. Um, guess the race of Caroline Dunham and Andrew Parrish, dog hangers. Um, they're white. It's like, yeah. yeah. yeah Every, everybody know. going they're white? Right. Okay. Those who smell like the dog and are the same color as adult Michael Jackson. Oh. <laughs> Killing puppies to spawn a Cruella DeVille. Natural born killers white. Future serial natural born killers white. Uh, white. They hung that mixed breed dog and pretended it was a mixed person. No miscegenation. Keep the white race pure. Oh my. That's, that's serious. Michael Myers white. They say cock during sex white. <laughs> they do. Redneck white dog killers don't go to jail white. White redneck puppy killers commits felonies that cause them pranks white. Surprised nobody said uh, anything about their breast smell. There we go. Kissed it in the mouth before hanging it. Yeah, I was wondering if someone's going to be like, breast smells like the dog. They was hanging white. Correct answer is white. Everybody got it. I guess you guys could tell because they weren't in prison. Right. Ain't that the truth? That's an integral part of the whole thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. All right. Last story. Sherwood. Let's see. A.R. Arkansas. I had to think. I was like, is that Arizona? Uh, a local woman is out on bond after surrendering to police on a sexual assault charge involving a 13-year-old boy. Hmm. A warrant was issued Monday for the arrest of Andrea Clevenger, 33. Police say she turned herself in this morning and was arrested, uh, was released with a GPS-enabled ankle bracelet. Sherwood Police Department says it was notified of the allegations against Clevenger on November 27th from the Arkansas Child Abuse Hotline. Clevenger is charged with one count of rape and one count of engaging children in sexually explicit conduct for use in a visual or print medium. Man, now why do these people take pictures of this shit? Like, you know, that's just extra time. Like, I got to have his dick on my phone. I can't help it. Right. <laughs> uh, according to the arrest affidavit, the boy told police the sexual assaults happened at least three times, once on the sofa inside Clevenger's home and twice inside her vehicle. They always do that, too, where it's like, uh, when they catch you fucking the kid, they will tell exactly when and where y'all was fucking every time because kids can't teach talk, a secret. They talk, they tell everything. Yeah. Like if you stop me from some sex that I thought was cool, which is how you know these kids ain't adults, uh, I would be like, it's none of your fucking business. <laughs> like, yeah, what happened? So she sucked your dick in the car. It doesn't matter. I plead the fifth. 
let her free i need it again but when you're 13 you're just like yeah she definitely sucked my dick in that car what's so bad about it oh she going to prison oh my bad um it's sickening just absolutely disgusting especially that age said local mother whose daughter has similar friends with Clevenger's daughter uh <laughs> that's such a stretch <laughs> i'm sorry that what says local upset mothers all you really need but that's like whose daughter has similar friends similar with, friends yeah you know it's possible they could possibly even connect on facebook one day if things go <laughs> right <laughs> you never who knows what's like and what status um taking advantage absolutely i mean i think the little boy in his state of mind being 12 13 14 however old he was he probably wasn't in the right state of mind to even know if it was right or wrong honestly i agree Clevenger was one of the moms featured in TLC's Cheer Perfection, a reality TV show about a team of young competitive cheerleaders at a cheer time revolution in Sherwood. Oh, Lord. TLC released the following statement. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to. Oh, sorry. Wrong TLC. My bad. They hate TLC? <laughs> That's the wrong TLC. My fault. Sir. My fault. Uh, TLC doesn't have a comment. They said, regarding regarding the series, the network made the decision a few months ago not to order more episodes, and we do not air the show in repeats. So the show must not have been too good, or unless there's they think there's some evidence of her looking at thirteen year old boys on that shit. Uh, maybe that's why she had a daughter in Chile. It's like try harder. The thirteen year old boys ain't looking at you right. Oh, give me the pom poms. I'll do it. Um. All right, man. So guess the race of Mrs. Andrea Clevenger, 33 White. years old. White. Okay. White. So everybody. Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with, um, yeah, with white as well. Because most of the people who have sex with children who are enrolled in school are white. So let's be consistent on that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's I think true. most of the, definitely most of the people getting caught. Um, let's and see. being on TLC's Cheertastic, whatever. Yeah, right, because if they were black, they wouldn't be on that show. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Unless it was like the step, the, the unless they were doing the Step It Up edition, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it has already been brought in. <laughs> oh Lord, one who eats macaroni and cheese without the macaroni says Leonard Brothers. Mrs. Oh my. Mrs. Robinson says Shayna. One who breaks out the Hitachi wand while playing, watching the Mickey Mouse Club white. Don't worry, Kevin, man. I was late, too. Okay, Jeffrey, that's not a guess. Uh, Law and Order SVU guest star white. Gouda says, actually, classy. If it was a young girl, I would have said R. Kelly sick as hell black. But since it's a boy, definitely cheerleading coach white. White lady. Um, well, white lady trying to relive her junior high glory days. That is those people on those shows always worry me. I crazy. Have y'all seen the preview for the new show where they're going to be taking little kids playing football and they're going to be coaching them? Mm-mm, no. It was disgusting. So disgusting. What is wrong with people? Mm-mm. I don't care if they cry. You're going to make them cry. I'm like, those kids yeah. are five. What are you doing, sir? Why are you scaring the little children? Oh, my right. God. Someone trank these fools. Um, Let's see. Uh, People owner. It's <laughs> good, Black Rob. They do be owning people. Sex ed taken literally white, white cheese and crackers. I'm going off this Soraka Red Bull. I'm just going to guess Asian, says Hustle Crow. <laughs> I like how he had to have a built-in excuse. That's how you know the, the guess is bad. Blame on the alcohol. Yeah. White House Mom Realness uh, has a show on TLC White. One who will have a foursome with a dog and a horse and a piece of cheese. Well, damn. Two, four, six, eight. Who can I, who kid can I fellatiate? Oh. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> That's great. Disgusting. Uh, the correct Disney. answer is white. She was white. I think everybody got that right except someone said Asian, right? Put the Ciroc down, sir. It's whiskey, <laughs> wine, and moonshine, yeah. not Ciroc. Um, and I've drank more than you during the show, so that is no excuse for that one. Um, all right, man. Sorry, ratchetness, and then we can get out of here. A New Hampshire man is accused of striking a woman with a sword. Oh. Uh, he's been, uh, Stephen Austin of Columbia was arrested on a charge of first degree assault Wednesday, and he's being held in the Coos County Jail on $50,000 bail. It wasn't immediately known if he had a lawyer. Police said 34-year-old Austin struck the woman in the head with a weapon, uh, causing non-life-threatening injuries, and the woman was treated in Upper Connecticut Valley Hospital. Uh, here's another one. A father tells of a terrifying ordeal at the road rage, uh, dri- of a, a road rage driver threatening his family with a sword. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, the guy's name is Hansarani of Hall Close. Kibworth Harcourt was jailed in Leicester Crown Court. That's right. This shit didn't happen in America. Sword ratchetness mm-hmm. is global. A father has spoken of the ordeal he and his family was put through uh, by an enraged driver who pursued them through the streets of Leicester armed with a sword. Joe Frost was in the passenger seat of a car being driven by his partner when Vinay Kumar Hansarani pulled up alongside them in a the van making a menacing gesture moving the 14-inch blade across his throat. The jester was witnessed by the couple's horrified <laughs> four-year-old son, who also heard Hansarami tell the, young, the, youngers, the youngster's mother, I'm going to kill you. Oh, it got real, didn't it? Wow. He was jailed for 16 months. That's all? Right, exactly. You're threatening to kill people, literally, with a sword in your hand, on the road chasing them. Wow. You know what? A year and four months. Let's let this guy back on the streets. He probably learned his lesson, right? Ain't no attempted murder. Uh, he pleaded guilty to making threats to kill and possessing a dangerous weapon. Uh, Mr. Frost, 32, from Leicester, contacted the Mercury after reading our story about Hanson Romney Sinison in Saturday's newspaper. He said the incident late at night on May 23rd had led, left his family traumatized, including the couple's two sons, ages 10 months and four at the time, who were in the Wait, real- wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Is a, is a, is a, um, UK so a European sword the same as an American sword is it shorter longer because I know the measurements are different over there uh it's I mean the swords vary depending on the uh the area but it's like you can buy a katana in Europe like it's not like you have to like it doesn't we don't know that it's a European sword per se you know yeah. and then mm-hmm. even with that different other like different regions like uh there's a different type of sword shape for like a Greek sword then okay. say uh, um like one of the swords the knights used in england so um but uh all we know is that what was this one what do you say 14 inches or something like that uh Gato yeah well that's only a little over a foot yeah but uh when it long to me yeah when it's inside you um uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter that's yeah. that never mind <laughs> you know ladies that's funny am i <laughs> am i right ladies never mind right right <laughs> It's uh, it's not the size of the sword. It's the motion in the in the lungs and the internal organs <laughs> and the blood leaking yeah. out of your ass. Um, oh God! 
but yeah he uh he said the incident late at night uh it traumatized him he said for weeks afterward i couldn't get my partner to leave the house she still finds it very difficult she's scared of that 14 inches man hey i've been through it bro Hey, you just gotta coax them out. Be gentle. Shit, I'm scared uh, of 14 inches too. Keep calling them. Stay in contact. You know? No. My four year I want my lungs and I want my ovaries. So either way it go, you keep <laughs> all them 14 inches. My four year olds uh, suffer from horrible nightmares. And whenever we are out in the car and a driver vents his anger and frustration, he cries out, Van Man, kill me. And starts to panic and get scared. Oh shit, mess that baby up. Man, look, um, have we even considered that maybe his daddy can't drive? How many people out here threatening you, sir? <laughs> maybe you need to move over to the slow lane. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That may be traumatized. We're talking about, but you know, people threaten us all the time. That, that's your fault, okay? <laughs> Everybody else finding a way to get home, say. Peace, and their kids ain't panicking. <laughs> the family's ordeal began as they turned off M1 at Junction 21 on their way home from seeing relatives. Mr. Frost remembers seeing a van being driven erratically and overtaking them being cut in, before <laughs> cutting in front of their car, causing his partner to break suddenly. She flashed her lights, resulting in an enraged response from Hansarami. I know people often lose their timber, timber while driving, but this was different. He was breaking violently and again and again, causing us to do the same. When Hansarami pulled off to the, uh, to the slip road, the family thought that was the end of it, but a short distance later, the van reappeared and the situation resumed. It was absolutely horrible, Mr. Frost said. We were trying to get away, but he was swerving in and out of traffic, pulling up to us. After a while, I called Kanye West. I said, I need you to come down here for a second. <laughs> All the time, he was shouting and threatening. My partner and I were shouting, we've got kids in the car, but it didn't make a difference. I like how they tried to plead with him and shit. We've got children. I'm going to kill you, motherfuckers. You, as, as you yell through a rolled up window. One of them is only one, nine months old. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> quick. Uh, when the two vehicles were stationary at the pork pie roundabout, Hansen Rami raised his sword and made the cutthroat gesture. What made it oh, so shit. terrifying was we had no idea why this man, who we didn't know, was so intent on hurting us. Oh, yes, you do know. You flashed your lights at him when he cut you off. I mean, come on, be honest. The incident with the soldier Lee Rigby had happened the day before, and we began thinking about there could be some kind of copycat thing we fear for our lives. I don't remember Lee Rigby. I think he might have been the dude that pulled the sword out and uh, stabbed the dude in the middle of the street, I think. Um, the couple's fear then turned to anger. Oh, no, I think he got stabbed. He was a soldier who got stabbed by some crazy motherfucker. The couple's fear then turned to anger. They called 999, telling police hand Sarami's registration number. We both said, how dare he threaten us, said Mr. Frost. Hans Sarami was arrested as he pulled into his driveway. Uh, Mr. Frost said, when we got home, my partner and I just burst into tears and held our children tightly. What? Mm-mm. Mm. Well, that's that white love, man. Mm. I would have well, been like. Because they were gay because he said him and his partner. Now, nah, it was a woman that's his partner. I guess in, oh, you know, okay. in Europe, maybe they say it differently or something. Or, progressive. Yeah, more progressive. And then, you know, I mean, if he was, a, he's the kind of dude that cries in front of his kids after being threatened. That's a progressive dude, you know, like to get <laughs> very, to get all of that, like negative machoism out of your system. Cause I couldn't do that, you know, out of his, my kid would have been crying. I'd be like, say you a bitch, nigga, bitch, nigga. And they were like, what? <laughs> Grow up, bitch. Cause you a kid and you need to be tough at one. 
um so commenting on handsome rami sentence mr frost said i'd have liked him to have been given more but it's a relief and he's off the streets um yeah it is a relief when these sore widows get out the streets but it should be for longer than 16 months guys ain't that the truth it's too short um speaking of too short i feel like this show is too short because i enjoy having the ladies on so much I always love having them on <laughs> whiskey wine and moonshine.com whiskey wine moon on twitter uh what are you guys talking about uh this week on the podcast i saw it was a short shorter show so what, what are you guys talking about um well we talked about we talked about our guest appearances but because of our travel schedules and all of that we kind of just told everybody our tuesday at eight schedule may vary mm-hmm. um so we were just kind of giving everybody like little updates but we will be back on next tuesday at eight we're going to have a guest from the in deep show shout out to miss smarty pants um and also we're going to do our american horror story coven um recap at some point i don't know when we're going to do that but that was pretty much what the cast was about cool man well you guys uh as always great guest yes uh chat room loves you guys uh people always show up to see what you guys are gonna uh say uh, i enjoy having uh, all these black women around me it's great <laughs> find out that they all uh you know they're all um looking for a man it's lonely out here in these streets they're not crazy okay just because you break up with somebody doesn't make them crazy get equally yoked everybody because yes. that's what you need to be doing uh when you're checking people out it's yeah, scrub, scrubbing them eggs real good mm-hmm. and only get married once because you're gonna get married you're gonna do it right all right, right that's true. <laughs> we'll be back uh saturday with feedback show sponsor was uh adam and eve code tbgwt get all your discounts and stuff and um yeah until then i love you you too baby Mwah. <laughs>